Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, this is uh, Tracy Brown <sighs> coming to you today from California. Hi everyone, how are you today? Um, listen, we have a, a couple of things I want to remind everyone that we are in what's called Mercury Retrograde. And for those of you that don't know what Mercury Retrograde is, maybe it's better. <laughs> Sometimes it's better not to know. Um, but it's my job to tell you. Because <laughs> sometimes you can save yourself from all the drama that comes with Mercury Retrograde. So Mercury Retrograde is... Mercury, the planet Mercury, which is a planet of communication, moving backwards or slower. And because it's a planet of communication, this is a time that we don't like to, um, hold on a second, let me get Malcolm on here. Hey, Malcolm. Hey, what's up, Tracy? How you doing? But before we talk, <laughs> before we start talking, I was just telling everyone about Mercury retrograde and how it means Mercury retrograde is moving backwards. It's a bad time to sign documents of any kind. Mercury retrograde is a planning planet. So when you go, when you're doing Mercury retrograde, you should plan things, you should outline things, you should decide if you want to buy a house, not buy a house. <laughs> I was going to say, I, well, I guess I shouldn't sign the documents for the new house then, huh? Well, at least check with me to make sure that you're not signing it under Mercury Retrograde because something always goes wrong under Mercury Retrograde. Okay, I'll take your word for that. But I was telling everybody else, but sometimes, okay, like, okay, I'll give you the best example ever. President Obama began his presidency in Mercury retrograde. And he had years and years and years of communication issues with his people. That's what Mercury Retrograde does. Now, with he had no choice. With the, with, the, with, with the nation people or with... With his with Congress. With the, his oh, people they were going to hate him anyway. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> but it may have been different if it wasn't under Mercury Retrograde. But he had no choice. He had no choice. He had no choice. So with that, he had to work with Mercury Retrograde, which means he had to um, outline and plot against all the attacks and the lack of communication or the miscommunication or the hateful communication. So he was actually very, very, I bet you, Malcolm, I bet you he had an astrologer helping him. I bet you, I bet you, I believe it with my core of my heart. Well, you know what, I I, I wouldn't take that bet because, I don't know what people would do with astrologers, but 
along that line. Um, I would think that he he wouldn't have that because he strikes me as he's a very well thought guy, right? Which is why, if you're really really smart, you would take in the outer part of reasoning and bring somebody in that has some insight. If you're really smart, you would invest. Seriously. Okay. We just know well, things. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I'll take your word for that. You I'm know, not saying you uh, have to uh, believe everything. I'm saying... I, I got you. you. got me? Okay. I'm going to eat while you. you're... Um... <laughs> well, I'm... Why are you moving around so much? You're such a child. Well, I was looking at my computer, so, you know, this, the other thing is a static sort of thing. And so my computer that I normally reference stuff with is behind me, so I have to look at it from time to time to see what I want to see. It's okay. Look at your computer. Oh, uh, yeah, that's normal, you know. Uh, I could look at you eat, but, I mean. <laughs> well, I just told you I was going to eat while you were talking. I'm so hungry. Uh, well, you know, I have twitch. 12 o'clock to my lunch hour, so I can't miss it. Huh? Gotta eat. Mm-hmm. Gotta eat. Wow. Just... Hey, do you know what I'm eating, by the way? Yogurt? Yogurt, but... But? Yogurt with bee pollen, everyone. Okay, I've had bee pollen before. Have you? Yes. Why? Why did I have bee pollen? Yeah. I don't know. I was going through this. You know, I, I was, you know, I tried different things, Tracy. So, I, you know, it was one of those try different thing times. So I was, I forgot where I was even buying it from. Wow. Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's, Whole Food Market, I'm not sure where. Could have been right. Was from. But wherever I was buying it from, I was mixing it into various things, and I mean, it's okay, uh, like everything It's else. really good with yogurt. It's yeah, really good with yogurt. It doesn't have much of a taste to it. That's why it's good with it. yogurt. But that's why it's good with yogurt. It's not about the taste, it's about the crunch. So are you trying to achieve something with the bee pollen, or is this just... Yes, yes, I'm going to look it up right now, if I can be... <laughs> yes, I oh, am, okay. Good. You are trying to achieve something. Well, nothing wrong with that. Hold on, because I want to tell everyone what bee pollen is good for. Sounds like a winner. The Rock. What?
Can you hear me at all? Is that a yes or a no? Or... I can hear you there's... now. Okay. See, I was, I was sitting up here, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just lost. But, okay. You have to stop moving. Okay, listen to this. Be pollen. It's rich in protein. It contains amino acids, um, more than you'll find in eggs, by the way. Um, Ten great reasons to add bee pollen to your daily diet. It enhances your energy. Why are you laughing? Stop laughing. (laughs) What are you doing? It's not about you, Tracy. It's actually, well, it is about you, but it's not about what you're doing. Here. What is it? Tell me what, what is it? Well, you said stop moving, and I was like, stop moving. Okay, now I feel like I'm just, but, hey. I don't get it. I'm bored. Listen, anyway. It's good for your skin. It's good for respiratory. It's good for treating allergies, by the way. Has uh, histamine okay. in it. It's excellent for your digestive system. It's an immune Good. system booster. Ironically, it can treat addictions. That's interesting. Helps with your cardio cardiovascular. Helps with prostate, Malcolm. Men should know that. Ooh, listen to this. Helps with infertility problems. People that have issues getting pregnant. Isn't that interesting? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I've had trouble getting pregnant for a long time now. Just kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> joke. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Wow. What's going on? So I, I was just reading The the Rock had married somebody, but it's kind of unclear. Because the Rock got married? He, yeah, but it married a long-time fan. And I'm a long-time what? Fan. F- fan? F A N? Yes. F A N. F A N. The Rock married a fan? That's part of this, this whole promotional junket for this new movie he has. And I'm thinking, really? No, that's, there's something wrong with this story. Is it some media there. takeout or something? Are you listening to media takeout? Uh, no. What's media takeout? One of those horrible websites. It's just it's like an inquire. Oh, okay. Um, Monday. Because he said something about his girlfriend. Was, was, I just want to make sure I'm reading this correctly. Cause... Mm-hmm. This is the worst episode ever. This is nothing that you think. Okay, so anyway, let's get back to the real world here. I don't know about The Rock and what The Rock is doing. I want to see that movie, though. Earthquake? Yes, that's not what it's called. San Andreas? Okay, uh, San Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I, yes. I, I like to go see. I like to go see movies, Tracy. I, you know, I went and saw. Uh, the Mad Max movie yesterday in 3D, and I also saw memorable, so I can't remember. Oh, Mad Max and Tomorrowland. 
that? Um, it was okay. You know, it's okay. Waste of money. A little bit of a waste of money, right? A waste of money? No, I wouldn't say that. Why would you say that? I I don't know. I'm not really feeling Tomorrowland. What? You don't like, like, sci-fi type adventure type stories? What is it that you don't feel I about it? That could be it's it. A, I'm not, oh, you know what? We were talking yesterday. Book. That doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm crazy about but it's mm-hmm. kid-friendly. It's a kid-friendly. Right. We were talking yesterday, friendly. and you know this about me. I'm not a fan of bleep, and bleep of aliens and blah, blah, blah. So, which means then I, maybe I'm not a fan of sci-fi. Maybe that's the problem. I never realized that till just now. You're not a fan of aliens? I told you that. No, I'm just, I'm just, there's no aliens in this movie, how's that? It's <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a kid-friendly sci-fi movie. I mean, you know, how bad mm-hmm. can it be? I don't know. You take a uh, not too young a child because there are some, you know, there's some ideas in it that might be a little more mature. So you want to take the five-year-old to go see it because they're not going to mm-hmm. get But you know, your mm-hmm. ten-year-old probably will. So, I mean, it's a mm-hmm. decent movie. I, I liked it. I mean, it's not the greatest okay. movie ever, ever. Not the worst movie ever. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I think George has been... George makes movies that always have some kind of message to it to me. He's trying to Sorry. give you some... Just saying. He's trying to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it is, a, you know, uh, a movie about what's necessary to save the world. Because, you know, the world, in the movie, the world's on countdown to, you know, basically destroy itself. So, But mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to a Mad Max movie where the world has already been destroyed and they're just living in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably weren't interested in that either, huh? Well, you know, I'm trying to stay engaged, and you know, it is what it is. Matt, Talking so. about movies, you mentioned one time that you were going to take me uh, to bingo. Where? Where are you bingo. take bingo at? Mm-hmm. Well, technically, I don't play, but when I said that to you, I was probably thinking about uh, whatever the name of the place is. Um, Manuel? Man, Manuel? Yeah, San, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Obviously, I haven't been there. Well, not obviously, but I haven't gone to play Bingo. Have you ever been here? Yeah, once or twice. Hmm. You know, but I'm not, you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, I was talking to one of my, my coworkers about Vegas and, you know, when I go to Vegas, I almost, I don't gamble, so you know, I'm not a gambler type mm-hmm. of person. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. Maybe I'm a little cheap in that regard. I was told that you know, when you go to Vegas, you got to be ready to you know, throw down you know, $500, $2,000 and not worry about it. And I'm like, if I'm throwing down $500, I'm worried about it. $500,000, that worries me. More importantly, I like to be able to touch what I buy. So, you know, if I if I bought a bedroom set, I could touch it. You know, if I bought a new mattress, I could touch it. If I bought a computer, I could oh. touch it. 
But you oh, can't can I tell you something? What? You want to gamble? Well, I mean, I don't gamble, but every once in a while you get the bug to gamble, and there's nothing wrong no, with that. Really? You know, my, my dad and my stepmom are coming out here, and when they come, they're going to go really? to Vegas. So they like to, they like to go to... You know, they like to gamble, so not gamble. You know, they, they're older, and they sit on the penny slot machine. So, you know, they sit there, and, you know, it is what it there's is. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the penny or the nickel machine. Those gym machines are good. You know, it's all relative. I mean, it, it, I, I don't say they're good or bad. It's just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I like a different cup of tea, so... I prefer not to spend my money like that. You know, you sit on a penny machine, you still might spend two dollars a spin because it's you know the the way they do all that is crazy math on those things. You know, every time you spin, you're just spending two dollars, so it's not that much different than the other machines. You just start with pennies. Huh? What? Well, but I did tell you, I I. <laughs> This is Mercury retrograde. I, <laughs> I I won a thousand dollars at um the machines some years back. Oh well, see if I won a thousand dollars ever, I might consider one to, to gamble. But see, since I guess I'm not a lucky gambler, so you know I I can't just move along and go that I'm just giving my money away. So if I if I'm okay just giving my money away, I should continue to do it. But if I actually want to buy something with my money, it's kind of foolish to give it to them. I, mm-hmm. I don't get any return on my investment per se. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. why I don't mind doing doing bingo because bingo takes what you're in there for about an hour or two, and you know it costs about twenty dollars to do it. So it's, it's not a huge investment. It's more of an investment in time than it is. Whereas you know you could go into a casino, sit at a slot machine. And in that same amount of time, you could you could blow three or four hundred dollars. But bingo's also fun. Like you kind of have to. Like for me, I'm very competitive, so I'm gonna like be very competitive at it because that's just who I am. In terms of like having that kind of environment. I'm sorry, competitive. Against all those too. old people. Against all the old oh, people. Oh, so you go. And I love so you the old people. I don't mean it that way. I'm gonna have my doctor ready, <laughs> and I'm gonna beat everyone out. But um, but it's also fun. <laughs> okay, I'm just thinking it doesn't really work like that. But <laughs> it's not a competition. I mean, it is, but it isn't because <laughs> it is. You have to win. Well, but yeah, it's also but fun. I, There's an interaction that comes of, with bingo. It's kind of based on. So, you know, when you buy your cards, if you've got the cards that they're going to – and they don't know what numbers they're going to pick, but only one card is going to be good. I mean, there's going to be a couple other cards that might be close, but, you know, usually one person yells bingo and everybody else is like, oh, I was close. But, you know, it's not like you're, you're, you're in competition, really. It's kind of like golf. You're in competition with yourself. That's okay. Don't look at me that way. Okay, no, I'm, just, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay so, with I mean, that. Bingo's okay. Like I said, bingo's okay. Um, you know, it's a it's a way to you know kill a couple of hours. 
So, mm-hmm. so they're going to come and they're going to drive, you know, because my dad told me he has a comp room at the Luxor. I never say it's the Luxor, but he's got a comp room there. And, you know, it's funny because my dad asked me, was it okay if, if they went to Vegas? I was like, I, I got to work. I don't, it's okay with me. <laughs> <laughs> When are they coming in? Like uh, they're coming in for my niece's graduation, so uh, about two weeks from now. Two weeks, yeah. Nice. We'll see. So they're coming into California, and then he's saying, while I'm here, is it okay if I go back to Vegas? Interesting. Right, because, you know, they're, they're staying with me because I'm just a logical suspect for them to stay with, so... Um, that's so nice. Good for you. Yeah, it's okay. Good for you. So anyway. Um, anyway. Anyway, last week I had texted you after I left the show, and I said that the Clippers were going to win and move on to the Western Conference Finals, right? Which shows I am terrible at predicting things because they weren't even close. <laughs> You're a classic. You're obviously not a Clipper fan. <laughs> oh, I love Clippers. No, I'm laughing because you didn't predict well. Yeah. I, I love Clippers. And the reason I have predicted that they would win is because up until, that, up until a certain point, the Clippers have kind of dominated the series. Even in the games they lost, they played better than the other team. They had just lost the game, whereas they got in that last game, and it was uh, – Ugly from the start to the finish. It was just ugly. But you know what, Malcolm? I want to make a concerted effort to go to Clipper games next season. Steve Ballmer would be very happy to hear that. Who? The owner of the Clippers. Oh. He'll be happy that you said you're going to make a concerted effort to go see his game. I think I deserve that. Have you ever been to a Clipper game? Never. Have you ever been to the Staples Center? No. That's a no. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> That's a no. no. <laughs> okay, well. I'm missing out on things, and I deserve better, so... Don't we all? No fun just going to work and coming home and going to work. It's like redundant. I'm I'm over, you know, I should have some extra things going on, and I'm going to make sure that I do that this year. I'm going to do things. Yeah, well, I mean, technically you could be right this year because the thing is – NBA starts back in October. I mean, they're still going now, but they they, they mm-hmm. go back to uh, training camp in late October, I guess. So they'll mm-hmm. be back to playing before you know it. They they actually have kind of the longest season. Yeah, it's, yeah, I would say they do because Major League Baseball starts later in the you know they start in the spring and they go into mm-hmm. October. But they but Major League Baseball plays a lot more games. They might play five games a week, you know, so. But here's the uh, thing, like, I don't even want to buy expensive tickets. It's not even about that. Like, I'm so comfortable with buying the cheapest tickets and being way, way, way high. It's not about, like, all of that. It's about just being there. 
Well, like I used to do nice when I was arena. a kid. Is it? Okay. It's very nice arena, and the times that I've gone there, I've been lucky enough to have had got good seats. And you know, this was the first first arena I'd ever went to that had waiters and waitresses. So, you know, I had never experienced that before, and it was completely wonderful. You know, good before, you know, you go to an arena, whether it be a, a baseball game, football, basketball, you want some popcorn and stuff. Now, they'd have, they'd have the, the popcorn and the peanut people and even the beer people walking up and down the aisles. You could buy stuff like this. But at the Staples Center, I had gone, I actually went to, uh, saw a couple of hockey games. I haven't seen a basketball game there, but I saw the Kings play. And Do you like hockey or you just like sports? I like sports. Hockey is okay. Hockey is better in person than it is on TV. Um, I can imagine that. That's how baseball is. Baseball is better in person than it is on TV. I, I can respect that. Except for the World Series. But anyway, um, so hockey is a very fast game. And, the, you know, when you're on TV, it's hard to keep your eye on the puck because it's, it's a little black little puck and it's skirting around the ice. And, and when you're in, in person... You can actually see the puck very clearly. I mean, it's going around, and it's not a big surprise, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, the one thing we got going on in Southern California are our Anaheim Ducks are still alive in the playoffs. But the Kings rule. Uh, the Kings well, the Kings kill. won the Stanley Cup. A they, few they times. The they won the Stanley a Cup few last times. year. A few times. So they won the- <laughs> <laughs> a few times they won it. I really like it, but the but but the Kings are sitting at home right now, so the Ducks are in the Western Conference Finals, and they're doing well. I mean, it, it's a very good chance that the, the Ducks will be skating for the Stanley Cup this year. So, oh, so wait a second, a are we are we in the hockey season now? Hockey and, and basketball sort of go hand-in-hand time-wise. So oh, hockey playoffs that. and basketball playoffs are at the same time. So, our, you know, if you go back to last week, we had two teams playing in the high level of the playoffs. We had the Clippers and we had the Ducks. The Clippers, unfortunately, mm-hmm. lost. The, the the Ducks are still alive. In fact, the Ducks are, I think they're up 2-1. Um, to one. And, mm-hmm. you know, but what's interesting about hockey, hockey is smart because mm-hmm. their their playoff is being shown on NBC tonight, right? Uh-huh. You know, but we're in the same, in the same mode. We have, you know, basketballs are in their Western and Eastern Conference finals, right? Mm-hmm. But the average human, the average person who doesn't have cable will not be able to watch. That's because the NBA. Everything me. Still is showing a lot of their stuff on uh, ESPN or TNT, like you know, like tonight's the Western Conference uh, third game, the Rockets and the mm-hmm. Warriors, and the Warriors are, uh-huh. you know, they've been the best team all year, so there's no surprise that they're up two, two to zero, and plus I hate the Rockets because I just hate them. That's no uh, re- That's ridiculous. It's just hate something just because. It actually has to do with some of the players, not all of the players. Some of the players are actually liked on their team. But 
They have this one particular player who used to play on the Lakers that, you know, he's out of all the players in the league, he's the one player I don't like. I can't say there's another player in the league that I don't like except this one guy. And if he plays on the Rockets, then by, by, you know, I just can't like the Rockets if he's on that team. Mm -hmm. Plus the Rockets beat the Clippers, and I was rooting for the Clippers. Oh, okay. Well, that's a problem, yes. So, but, yeah. but again, the NBA is making a mistake by not showing their game to where everybody can see it. You know, you, it's hard to, to to get, you know, because for a long time the NBA had the biggest fan base going because they made the, the game accessible. They let everybody see mm-hmm. it. And, you know, that was during the time of Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. They, they, the league, when Larry, when Larry Bird and Magic Johnson got to the league, the league was at a low point as far as fans fan viewership. And during the 80s, they, they built it up to where they were the number one sport in America. Everybody watched it. And then now you have to have cable in order to see it. It's jacked up as a mistake, in my, in my opinion. You mess, you're, you're messing mm-hmm. with your product. You, know, you should make it to where everybody can see it and, and play it because these games are good. I mean, the Warriors have this guy, uh, Steph Curry, hands down one of the better players. And What's amazing about him is he's not he's not LeBron James in size. So LeBron James, you look at him, you you just look at him, you're like, oh my God, you got to be the best guy going, and he is. But if you look mm-hmm. at Steph Curry. Steph Curry is what six? They say he's six three. I don't even think he's that tall. He weighs about 165 pounds. So he's a very mm-hmm. slight looking dude. He's one of the, the the most deadly shooters I've ever seen, and he mm-hmm. he has willed his team to the number one record in the league. And they're two games up on the Houston Rockets, and they're killing them. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not killing them. They barely won, but they, they do. But they <laughs> Let's be real. They're, they're not killing them. <laughs> it's a close, close, close series. So. But that's good because I hope that I'm going I'm to be able to see it because I actually have to go to a champagne wedding thing, brunch, whatever they call these things. Uh, I was told that that the, the, my niece is going to the prom today, and mm-hmm. I was not going to go to this thing, but I was told that next to her getting married, this is the most important thing that she's going to do, and I didn't know. In fact, I don't agree, but <laughs> I didn't know. I'll send so you, you have pictures. to go. Okay. I said, you said you'll send me some pictures? I send you because it's, it's really the way my sister in law does it. It really is like a wedding. When she did it for my oh. nephew, they had a red they had a red carpet of a professional photographer. I mean, it was it was actually really laid out. And I give my my sister in law is probably the best party planner I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god, are you serious? Sounds nice. So she's, well, she's going to do it yeah, up for but, her, her baby girl. Oh, she's going to do it up. <laughs> She's going to do it way up. The problem is, you see, I, I have this thing about if you do this much for this, what happens when she actually gets married? It's going to have to be a, It's going to be crazy. It's going to be on. It's going to be crazy when it's time so, for the wedding. Trust. You don't have to do it like that. You don't. I mean, because when, when I was younger and went to the prom, they didn't do any of this stuff. It was you. You were lucky to get there, kind of thing. 
parents would see you off and be like, good luck. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> now it's, it's it's this major thing. And, you know, and everybody's I, doing these things. And it's just well, overkill to me. But, I think but that I'm not a parent. Can, but I think that quinceañeras has changed the scope of, you know, expansion. Um, we've always had sweet 16s, but I always thought sweet 16s were for the privilege. And then the quinceañeras came along, and they were like, no, we're just going to take care of our 15-year-olds. But I also think everything changed after that TV show. There was a TV show on MTV that showcased, um, like, quinceañeras and proms and going over the top. And I think that was the change for everyone, where they, they do go overboard. I'm not mad at her. I'm a girl. I get it. I'm not Although a girl. Although I never had a prom. It, but... I never had a prom <clears throat> event, and I never went to prom. You never and went to prom? What about your son when he went? Did he go to prom? Did he not go to prom? No, he didn't go to prom. Well, there was an event, but not prom. Okay, so he didn't go to prom. You didn't go to prom. So the next prom, you guys want. The next prom, you guys want for your your grandson. So you got some years to to worry about that. But here's the thing: I never had regret about not going to prom. It was just, you know, I'm a little odd person, and it just wasn't my my thing. I was okay with not going to prom. It wasn't that I didn't have a boyfriend. The guy that I had, I wound up marrying. He was there at the time. It wasn't that. I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not having it. I'm good. Like I told you, like, I'm just odd. Like, I don't like diamonds. Remember I told you that? And so. No, I did, but but you don't like diamonds? Nothing. No. I told you that. No, 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 no. no. I mean, it's going back and forth. I'm not years, arguing but... that point. I, I, you probably did tell me. I didn't say I remember, but okay, if you told me. So I'm not. You don't like diamonds. I'm just talking about like I come. I I get. I'm cut from a different mold, so I don't like diamonds, right? And, and what so, is it about diamonds okay. that you don't like? I'm just curious. I think that okay. Everybody, don't listen to me. It's just a theory, okay? It's a theory. I think that diamonds create separation and divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, I believe it. Because I think that diamonds are like being stolen on the backs of the country that it comes from. Like they're like murderous diamonds and I think diamonds are cursed. And I think that if you wear a diamond, you're guaranteed to divorce or separate. You know, I don't have anything to say to that. All I would tell you about diamonds is, is diamonds aren't really precious. They've been, we've been uh, bamboozled into thinking that they actually are precious. That's right. That's right. Because basically a diamond is a rock that you can find right. on the ground, depending on what part of the world you live in. And That's right. I mean, it's whereas gold, on the other hand, gold, silver, you know, they're precious. There's metals. value. And she's so there's more value in a precious metal because there is just a limited quantity that exists on the planet. Yeah. Period. There's there's no more diamonds are created every day. You know, they're rocks, and you know, and through 
underground pressures and heat, that's what kind of turns a rock into a diamond. So, yeah. I mean, that's why they're able to make synthetic diamonds, you know, in laboratories because it, you know, they have a, the kind of idea how the process works, and you know, and, and then mm-hmm. some of, some of those diamonds are actually pretty pretty good. But bottom line is, you know, we've been we've been kind of bamboozled into this, you know, mostly by these South African diamond companies who, you know, I know you've heard the commercial diamonds with girls' best friends and you know, all that stuff to make you think that diamonds. Not my best friend. Not my best friend. Mm-mm. And don't like diamonds. There's nothing okay, wrong with so, anyway, nothing There's wrong. nothing wrong with what? Diamonds. No, I didn't say. I said I come cut from a different mold, so I'm not a fan of diamonds, so right? So you don't want a diamond. What, what, what you want, pearl or, or... Okay, so, okay, so. I had these earrings for 10 years, Malcolm. 10 years I had these earrings, and I lost one of them back in January. And so they're sparky crystals. Those are my absolute, absolute favorite, favorite, favorite. Like, they're not stone, but they're my favorite. Sparky crystals, right? And so, and so, I finally figured out that, because I've been wearing one of the earrings on one ear and a cross on another ear. But I'm not a fan of that look. It just seems so childish. Like, I'm a grown woman, right? And so, but I've been doing this for a while, and I've been letting it go. But, you know, I just really want my earrings back, right? And so I started investigating replacing these earrings. And then I found a pair of earrings. Finally, I found a pair of earrings. They were really pretty for $69. And then I thought, Tracy, you could do better. You could do better. Because I like Torsky crystals, but there's a particular um, polish that I like. It's called a, a real bolus or something like that. It's called AB, the initials of AB. So I like a particular polish. And so once I figured out what it was that I was looking for on the Internet, I found the earrings that I wanted, and I purchased them for $34. Oh, well, that's good. You're so, so pretty, Malcolm. You're I'm so pretty. And I, so, I see that you're invested. Yeah. And so, but then I look at necklaces. They tell, oh, my God, the necklaces. Okay. So can I tell you something, Malcolm? I admit something, and I admit it to public if it's, you know, if it's okay. So I've always liked swasty crystals, always. When I was in my young awesome. 20s, I was mad. Hmm? I've always heard Swasky crystals. Swasky crystals. You've never heard of Swasky crystals? I have not heard of a lot of things, Tracy. <laughs> I'm not going to even sit here and pretend. Not I, I have I'm no afraid. idea what you're talking about. This is like Greek to me. But go ahead. You Swasky crystals. Okay, hold on a second. One of the um, girls that usually comes on, she's telling me she's not coming on today. I'm going to... I'm going to text you the picture of my ring, right? Uh-huh. My earrings, my earrings. But, okay, so I'm going to tell you a story, right? I've always loved Swarovski crystals, right? And so, let me see if I can find my ring again. And so when I was younger, in my 20s, um, I had a pair of Swarovski crystals 
And I, oh, my God, Malcolm, I valued him so much. I found him, like, in a um, Goodwill type of place, in, um, but in New York City. I must have wore them every day because they were just so beautiful. And then one day my ex-husband got mad at me, and he went to pick a fight with me. I'm going to text you the earrings that I bought. So pretty. When you look at them, you're going to think that they're diamonds, Malcolm. That's how pretty these things are. And so one day my ex-husband got mad. Huh? No, I'm going ahead. What? I'm waiting for the ex-husband story. I'm, I'm curious where this is yeah. going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you never know with me. One day he got mad at me, and I was wearing this. I really valued the, the, the necklace. I just did. And maybe I valued it way too much. I'm not really sure what happened. And then he got mad at me. And then, I don't know. You know, you know when, it doesn't matter. You know when, like, people think you like something so much that they want to destroy it? And so I love this necklace. And I talked about it all the time. And I wore it every day. And it's just so pretty. And it's went on for, like, months. Like, I would wear the same. I'm very, you know, predictable. So I wore the, wore the necklace every day. It didn't bother me. But in any case, one day he causes an argument with me and ripped the necklace off my neck. That's me. Why would he do that? He's an idiot. He's oh, an idiot. Okay. But in any case. Well, there you have it. I know. But so I didn't wear Swarovski for a long time after that because my feelings were so hurt that I wrapped all of that moment into the Swarovski crystals. And then 10 years ago, when I got to California, I found Swarovski crystal earrings. And I wear the same earrings every single day. If you look at my video, when I started from two years ago, I don't change my earrings. I've worn the same thing every single day until I lost it back in January. I found new earrings. Well, I'm happy that you found it. What? How did you lose it? It's. I don't know. I don't even take it off, so I'm not really sure how I lost it. I never take it off. If you never take it off, it might be in your apartment, huh? Maybe. But it's been since January. It hasn't shown up. But I sent you a picture. Look at the picture. I, I can't, actually. It, I, because you sent it to me as a, a link to a, a website kind of thing, when I press on it, the I, I can't look at I have to wake someone off the phone in order to do that. Thank you, Brett. Um, but... I'll look at it. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm going to send you a picture. Hold on. It's so pretty, Malcolm. I mean, even as I'm looking oh. at it right now, I'm just, I'm so happy with myself. Okay. I'm going to send you a picture. I apologize. Oh. I did send it as a link. I sent it as a you picture. Okay. Hold on. So, you know, they're they're protesting it in Cleveland now, right? Uh, it has nothing to do with your earrings, but they're protesting. What? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said they're protesting in Cleveland now, right now, right now, actually. Why? Why? Well, because it's 
this this officer. Now Cleveland's had a lot of issues. Their whole state is not a place to go if you're on our black person they might shoot you. But uh, so they had a, a officer involved shooting, and they, I mean they they actually ex- executed this man and this woman in a car. So they they thought that the the couple had been firing something. weapons at them, but it turns out the car was backfiring. So they they said you know shots being fired. So Anyway, the officer that got charged, you know, in the melee that ensued, had, you know, and I'm thinking, if I think somebody's shooting at me, the last thing I'm going to do is go jump up on their hood and fire down into the car. So that, mean, that means I'm right there. If they do have guns, they can't miss me. But it also makes me think that they knew they didn't have guns. And so he jumps up on the hood, fires his weapon into the car, reloads, fires some more, right? So, mm. uh, the, uh, he was acquitted, and mm. you know, source of of course, the, the the city of Cleveland is, you know, they're out in force, they're marching. Um, I was watching CNN, and, and you know, I hate it when protesters do stuff like blocking the freeway because I'm like, now I'm trying to get someplace, and you guys are lined up across the freeway and they're hand in hand blocking traffic, right? Mm-hmm. I, I might be down with the protest, but now you just messed up my day. And, and now <laughs> Not so you can't have it both ways, though. Yeah, but see, my point is don't block the freeway. Don't block the streets. Protest, but don't disrupt the world. I mean, you know, you want people to, to be to, to want to be on your side. You don't want to make people mad and not want to be on your side. I don't know. Hell, I might have to go to the hospital that day, but you, I can't get there because y'all blocked the freeway. Huh? Just saying. Funny. So, yeah. you think that's funny, huh? So, mm-hmm. this is what you said are frosted and you're interesting. You're holding it next to a scale that has centimeters on it, huh? Show how big it is. Well, okay. In Europe, they might get that. Thankfully, right. Americans don't. This is actually. They're actually coming from Australia. Well, that makes sense because everybody else is on the metric system and we're not. That's right. That's why. That's why you have to roll it there. So it's a centimeter. And they're the perfect size because I don't like big gawky stuff. Like it's just perfect. You don't want the big old hoops. No. I I'm not <laughs> I'm not like no. My jewelry's always been conservative. I don't wear crazy jewelry. I like bits and pieces. I thought if you were from New York, it was kind of a requirement to have big old earrings. I never, never had those earrings with your name on it. Never. Never. With your name on it? What name on it? Oh, my God. You don't, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? That That's what New Yorkers used to wear, the big hoops, and then you have your name on it down here. Oh, you, you don't? Really? You guys didn't have that? Uh, I don't know. No. no, well, no you know, let me back up. I don't know what they do. I, I, I'm a guy who likes girls, so... I look at a girl and she got earrings on. I don't really pay that much attention to them, to be honest with you. 
Oh, my God. It was so popular. You cannot miss it. Every girl had it. Well, I don't think I don't think they were big here. Uh, that's what I would say. I don't think I could swear to it. But you know, you know, New York does stuff different than other people do. You know. I'm going to show you something else because look at this. This is really pretty. Hold on. I've decided that Swasti is going to be my jewelry of choice. All right. Just so pretty. This, this I'm going to show you is beautiful. Hold on. You do realize we're talking about absolutely nothing today, right? You get that. <laughs> well, I tried to bring us back into, you know, sports and politics and stuff. You keep talking about earrings. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with you, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> you know the well, Poltergeist I, is out, right? The Poltergeist, the movie? Yeah. The movie that I would be afraid to see. You know, I saw the old I'm, Poltergeist, right? The one back in the, in the 80s. Or and the she 70s, died. Or whatever, and the little again. girl died. And Malcolm, she died. That didn't have anything to do with the movie, though. Did you hear some of the stories that went on on set? Well, let's go back to, I saw the old movie. The old movie didn't scare me. The new movie, the, the commercial scared the crap out of me. I wouldn't go see it because I'm scary like that. Um, I don't watch any of those type of movies. You heard me? Yeah, I heard you. I am scary. Well, yeah, but you have animals in your house, so. You know, and, and you and you have a smaller space to contend with. You have a, a much larger space to contend with. And yeah, that's a true. A scary movie on a dark yeah. night. You know, it's just yeah. there's a there's a whole lot of creaking and moaning about that my house could do that would scare. I mean, I literally have to go get my car and leave. That's how bad it would be. Yeah, yeah. So. Man, people are crazy. That's what I would say. So it's saying that, uh, are you familiar that they're, they're, they're remaking the Fantastic Four? Have you followed that at all? Um, is Iron Man in the Fantastic Four? No, he's not. No, okay. But Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I would only know it if Iron Man was in it. I, you know, I, I'm trying to respond to that, but my mouth won't move because, you know, Marvel is, has done a great job in, in putting their stuff out there. So Marvel is making money hand over foot, and Fantastic Four is a Marvel product. So they're they're doing it. The Michael B. Jordan is in it, and I guess the article I was going to reference, you know, when you threw me off with Iron Man not being in it, was that people are, are mad that they, he was cast as Johnny Storm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. Help me out. Because I saw something on Jezebel, on which is a pop culture type of um, Twitter thing. And I, but oh. when I saw it, I was in a subway, and in the subway, I don't have internet. And so I was going to save it, and I forgot to go back to it. Who was up with what? What happened? That's going to make him very popular. I'm actually happy he's having some controversy. What happened, though? That's a- 
that's going to make him popular? Yes. People aren't happy that he was cast as Johnny Storm because Johnny Storm was originally like a blonde haired blue eyed kid, right? Wow, so in the movie, that's so racist. As the world is, and, and you know, and it, 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 let's go back to when you know because it, it, it hasn't come out yet, but the uh, the Star Wars movie, people were up in arms when they when they first started showing the trailers. One of the, the stormtroopers, the white stormtroopers in Star Wars. Black mm-hmm. guy. People are like, oh my God, how can the stormtrooper be black? But, you know, it's it's a really stupid argument to say, first of all, we're talking about, uh, you know, fantasy, a fantasy world. So there's no, you know, so when they say Johnny Storm can't be black, why not? Johnny Storm could be whatever the hell they want him to be at the time because, it's, you know, to be honest, it's a movie. It's a fantasy movie. This is not real. It's not an autobiography or something. It's not even up to, it's nothing that's real. It's fake. I don't know how but you know, it. hey, they hey, chose that's a, they the chose problem. an actor for the part, and you know, and whatever whatever the director and the producer decided at the time and, and decided the cast is what got cast. Don't trip the movie. Like I told you before, Tracy. You know, when you see the things that people think it's real. It's the movie. Yeah. You know, when it's scary, that actually does help. That does make a difference when it's scary. Focus on it's just a movie, it's just a movie. But when it's about racism and whether or not a black kid can have a part that was written for a blonde blue eye, that's crazy to me. It's no longer just a movie. You want to take away somebody's right who's a good actor, by the way, he's a great actor, not to have a job? Are you kidding me? And it just makes me so angry. I'm just kind of over it. Well, we're we're in a, we're in a society that is caught up with race, which I mean that's why I brought up the Cleveland thing because you know it's in vogue apparently to kill you know unarmed black people. So it's just I mean it's the it's the the thing that we have in our society that's probably going to destroy us because if we we can't get past the fact that. You know, and let's let's be real. Race is not even a real factor because we're, there's only one race. It's the human race. You know what we are. That's right. Different skin colors and these, these different things we have. That's not really race. That's almost that's like right. a tribal type thing. You know, so depending yeah. on where your ancestors went back when they went there, is kind of what your makes up who you are now. So we get caught up in this thing that's really unimportant, and yeah. you know. They've tried to address it, you know, many times over the years, and, and we keep staying in the same place to where we look at each other and we judge each other, not based off of what Dr. King said was the content of your character. We're judging them off of a look. You don't know that person. They could be a bad person. It doesn't, you know, you're not good or bad based on what you look like. You're good or bad based on your character and who you are on the inside, but you can't see that from a distance. So... So, you know, people are getting killed because they're the wrong skin color. That's a problem. You know, this man gets dogged out for this movie role because he's the wrong skin color. You know, this is what I would tell the people who are protesting. Don't see the fucking movie. Don't go. If you if you feel that strongly, don't go. But at the end of the day, they made a movie. This is their vision. You, if you want to see it, see it. If you don't want to see it, don't see it. 
as simple as that. We need to get yeah, over this crazy also, problem that we have. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know if, I, I don't know, Malcolm. You know, I don't know what to we say about what's going on. Tracy, we got huh? way bigger fish to fry. We got a bigger fish to fry in this world. We got things that are really going wrong. And, you know, we got issues that we need to address. Uh, but we're going to kill each other over there. So, I mean, we might have to get a chance to address the real problems that we have because we're worried about something that is unimportant. Even Dr. Seuss tried to address this. And, you know, I see he wrote a really poignant little book, but I don't think people got it. Who? Who did? Who did? Who did? Dr. Seuss. Oh, yeah. Dr. Seuss. Because he felt, I guess he felt that if I talk to the kids, maybe they'll get it. And by the time they grow up, they'll be okay. You know, because the adults are screwed. Well, let me me just respond to that. I think my son's generation, this Dr. Seuss, you know, uh, generation, I think they are. Like, they don't have the same racism as you and I do in terms of where we're at, the the, the older yeah, generation of, against the 20-year-old. Some of these police officers, some, some of the people who are... No, that's, that's a culture that, that, that they're, they're in. No, 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 no. Oh. That's a little different. That's a culture that they that they walk into. It's like walking into the KKK. It's a mob mentality. So that I'm not talking about policemen. I'm talking about generations. And the generation that my son is in, they are not racist the, the way <clears throat> more mature people are. I think a lot of the hate, I, I can almost guarantee, is not coming from 20-year-olds. But listen to this. Michael Jordan says, well, he's a little egotistical because I know him, so I, I'm reading Michael, this because Michael I know B. him. Jordan. Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Michael <laughs> Okay. Michael, Michael Jordan is a basketball player in my world, but in a uh, different world. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Michael anyway. Michael B. Jordan says, the wire. sometimes you have to be the person who stands up and says, I'll be the one to shoulder all this hate. I'll take the brunt for the next couple of generations. That's the egotistical part. Like, relax, Michael. It's not that big. I put that responsibility on myself. Again, a little egotistical, but I get what he's trying to say. Maybe if I set an example, Hollywood would start considering more people of color in other prominent roles. Maybe we can reach the people who are stuck in the mindset that it has to be true to the comic book. Or maybe we have to reach past them. And then Desi that they had the same kind of response with Annie, the remake of Annie, with that they, little they did. black girl. Yeah, they had the same kind of response when, when when Denzel Washington did the Equalizer. I mean, whenever there's a character that, that has, you know, some kind of background that wasn't black and they put a black person in it, people mm-hmm. lose their minds for whatever reason. And keep in mind, it's just a movie. I keep repeating that. I can't say it too much. It's just a movie. Don't trip. Yes, the if movie. you don't like if you don't like what you see in the movie, see that movie. That's my suggestion to anybody. The, it's a movie. This is not real life. <laughs> no, it's just not. Get over it. Movies are so when does it, it's fantasy. When does what? Malcolm, did you get my picture? Yes, I saw your picture. How pretty is it? 
It's a necklace, Tracy. It's all right. You know, you know I'm not that big. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, oh, my God. It's not just a necklace. This is what I'm <laughs> trying to tell you. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, because we're this talking about what... superheroes. It must have a magic power. And if it's just not a necklace, there's, you know, <laughs> I can I can go between dimensions with it, right? Is, is that what you're telling me? I can... <laughs> I can go, <laughs> if I hold on to it, I can run as fast as the flash. So I'm like, I can turn it Listen invisible. to me. No, none of that. It's <laughs> so silly. It's, it's just a necklace. <laughs> Malcolm, it's not just a necklace. What I'm trying to tell you is that um, when you look at the, the last one that I sent you, it's uh-huh. prettier than a diamond. It's so pretty. Look at it. I did look at it. I, you know, I can't say that that's true, but, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I know, obviously, you have a, a, an affinity for this stuff, and, and this is what you like. And I'm not mad at you. Love. This is what I love. It's so pretty. Love, like, okay. I, I see that, that it affects you. It doesn't have it, Yes, I get, I get an emotional <laughs> response from it. Yes. And, um, wow. oh, my God. Uh, and there's so much to choose from. So I've decided that Swarovski is going to be my jewelry of choice. And by the way, Malcolm, it's so pretty. And it's nothing like a diamond. It's better than a diamond. And... Yeah, yeah. What happened? Uh, I, I'm looking at, well, I'm looking at CNN, and this guy is standing up with this no justice, no peace sign. But it's not that he has the sign. His face is covered in some kind of, he's got a mask on. So he's the masked justice, no peace guy. So, you know, I'm thinking, <laughs> if I got the mask on, I must be kind of crime. Because usually, uh, unless you're Batman, Batman wears a mask. But, um, you know, typically we don't wear masks. Yeah, I mean, if it was cold, I could see that, but it's not getting So I'm, ge- I'm going to show you the necklace that's similar to what my um, ex-husband ripped off my neck. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I want to show you. So sad. You were pretty caught up in these necklaces. Also. <laughs> no. Sure. I... I've, it's just that with with eBay and internet, you just get a whole. Um, you just have like everything at your disposal now. So once I discover that I can purchase, purchase. You, you went dead there, Tracy. I see your mouth is moving. <laughs> a word to tell that. No, maybe. Yeah, you. <laughs> so is it me or is it the rest of it? You're talking a lot. I can see you talking, but yeah, I can hear you. I can't hear. I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't. Oh, there you go. Oh. Back. There you're back. I don't know what happened there, Tracy. But I think it's 
I think it's you. It's been happening this whole hour. Okay, so I sent you the the necklace that my ex-husband ripped off my neck even before my son was born because I got married fairly young. I was like pre-pubescent bride, right? And so... Well, I hope hope you weren't pre-pubescent. I I wasn't when I was young. (laughs) Were you married at 12? I mean... (laughs) Yes, it's 21. 21 is young. No one should get married at 21. Well, you can't say that. Some people get married young. I know a guy got married young. Him and his wife have been together for 30 years. Damn, good for him. Good, good for, him. for him. Yeah. But it is the exception to the rule. I mean, I, was, I wouldn't suggest it, but it could happen. I mean, so, you know. I don't know. Well, I told you. That's all right. I mean, it's it's my experience. It made me who I am today. I personally have no regrets. Um, and I got my son out of the union, so I I have no regrets at all. And I have no regrets. And when it dissolved, either it it is what it is. <laughs> it's okay. Unless you, right. unless you thought, 
that they didn't have a weapon. If you just thought they didn't have a weapon, and then you can advise you to go jump on because you know they're not going to shoot back. Just saying. That's right. You know, 49 so, shots in the car. 49? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't make it. You well, know, so to be honest with you, I noticed that whenever I tweet too much about some of the uh, issues that's been going on with some of the black young youth that has been dying or police brutality, I noticed on Facebook that I'm kind of losing friends. So I decided, yeah, yeah, which is fine, you know, because the friends are... what, What do you say about these cases that makes you lose friends? Because prior to the influx of my postings or tweets, you know, there was a lot of sharing. And then, you know, with with certain friends, and then once I post, uh, from what I can tell, too much about police brutality and the rioting and all that stuff, and, you know, I've lost some friends, which is fine. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with losing people that doesn't understand my plight, you know? So one of the friends, however, thought it was okay to post on, you know, on her timeline, but because we're friends, of course I get her feed and she was calling the people in Baltimore stupid, you know, for writing and and blah, 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 blah. And then I, huh? I was going to say writing is not always the best response to anything. I, I'm not a big fan of writing. Totally agree. Writing but, Malcolm, I totally agree, and that's the reason why I didn't respond, because rioting is bad on the community, and I get that. I understand that completely. It's bad for everybody, and that's truly, that's the reason why I didn't respond in the beginning. But then she called the whole group of people stupid, and that that didn't quite feel good, and I still stay kind of quiet because I just want to wind up in any... Twitter concern, like you said, Tracy, don't do it. And so I didn't want to wind up in any Twitter, con- you know, not Twitter, um, Facebook. But then, but then I did say something. Ultimately, I did. And then the thing that triggered the release of that friendship, and she was like, I can't remember what she really said, but it was something like, oh, like it's just it's it's the loss of a few a few guys, you know what I mean? Like, so, it's a long story, but when I when I have someone who thinks it's okay that any lives are lost, and she oh, was trying really? to say... That those few lives didn't matter? It didn't matter, yeah. Well, see, that, and that's, then that's I was where like, the problem comes up, you know, when people think, right, you know, because that's, that's really right. just the, the crux of the problem is that so yeah. Police officers yes. are going to, it, it gets to a point where, you know, yes. no one, one cares. We're so ostracized that it's okay to shoot them regardless of it's, whether they're armed or not because right. they're dangerous. And see, and that's right. that's the, the the main crux of this whole racist society that we're in because yes. it's not okay. It's just not. Yes. I mean, and then, you know, I understand yeah. the criminals in our in our society, and the police have a hell of a hard job. Because we got yeah. some bad criminals running around, and unfortunately, you know, our 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 laws have, are such that everybody's armed to the teeth. So you you know, you got weapons on the street that don't need to be there. I got that. I'm a police yeah. but but guess what? 
Everybody don't have a gun. Everybody doesn't. Yeah. So but when, when you shoot unarmed people, it becomes a problem. And, and, and even though you're in the police and you were scared at the time, it doesn't justify your actions in killing people who don't have weapons and who aren't shooting at you. I mean, I understand when they're shooting back. You know, that's why they had the case, you know, a couple of months back where the, the guy was walking down the street in Arizona and the police officer ran him over with a car. He's walking mm. down the street shooting a gun. Oh, he just shoots. And so the officers, and I understand why they're in fear, because I mean, you clearly could see the guy was shooting his weapon. You know, so mm. they ran him over with a car. And people still complain and said, well, that was excessive. I'm like, well, I didn't really see the excessiveness of that because, well, what choice did they have? You know, because at a certain part, mm-hmm. you have to protect you have to protect the society as a whole from people who are bad. We got a lot of bad people out here. The sad yeah. part is this: when you start killing people who don't have weapons, who are you know, and, and kind of at your mercy, you know that it's just it's just kind of like the death penalty. It's like you know, if we if we uh, if we execute a, a prisoner who is just so bad and so heinous. I don't have a problem with that, but if you by chance execute an innocent person and it comes back later that you just executed an innocent person, it makes the whole system wrong. They'd be killing people who are unarmed and innocent. I mean, and not even innocent. They don't have any weapons. So it's not the police's role to play judge, jury, and executioner. Their role is to arrest. And if they can't figure out how to do it, they need to back up. Listen, but, but, and that's where, yeah, but that's where rioting comes into play. It comes into play, not because people want to riot, Malcolm. Listen, these people have been putting up with abuse for decades in certain communities. They don't want to riot. They're at a point where there's no choice anymore. Well, no, but see, you, you, I think you're making a, a, a you're taking a leap on this, and because there's a difference between rioting and protesting. I'm not saying that you should. I protest. didn't say no, no, Malcolm. But see, when I you say riot, protesting. Oh my God. Riot, riot is is burning down stuff and breaking in and looting and pillaging. I know what I, rioting I, is. I got that. So rioting is always going to be wrong, Tracy. Always. You said rioting is always going to be what? Wrong. Rioting, not protesting. Rioting is always going to be wrong. You can't make an argument about how that's a, it's a good thing for whatever you're doing. You know, unless you're breaking into the police station and rioting on that, but of course that's not happening. You're you're usually breaking into some store because mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, I my experience in rioting, not that I was experienced, uh, but that I, you know, watched in my own community was the the Rodney King riot, and the people who were rioting, you know, it started off as a protest against what went down, and it, but it got out of hand, and people were just breaking and robbing and pillaging and burning stuff that had nothing to do with nothing. It was an opportunity for the bad element to come out. That's what it was. Mm. I mean, at least, like, I'm looking at these, I told you they blocked the freeway in, in Cleveland. Not that I agree with that particular statement, but you can make the argument that they're not burning anything or losing anything to do it. They're just saying, well, we're going to shut the freeway down. It's uncomfortable, and I'd hate to be the car that's sitting there because I would have probably wanted to run them over. But, you know, of course, you can't uh. run them over. That's a whole different thing. Stop. 
But at least they're not doing anything that that is to me is it, detrimental to what's going on. And, and she, to me, rioting is always detrimental to what you're trying to protest against. Not as it's, it's not the way you should go ever. A riot is always going to be bad. Always, it's an absolute. Okay, you stared at me. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening to the voice of reason. I'm listening to you. Oh, okay. Like I said, nothing wrong with protesting. Protest every day, all day long. You know, but keep in mind that, you know, nobody is what's funny. They had this thing on YouTube I saw this week where they, you know, they had this open carry thing where it's like the difference between white people and black people, right? So, and I don't know what state they were in, but, but, this white guy, took his AK-47 out, walking down the street. The police officer stops him, questions him, like, well, why are you doing this? And, you know, you know that's dangerous and possible, right? Mm-hmm. Open carry, because in, in, in certain states, it's legal to openly carry a weapon. Mm-hmm. Unless you're black, of course. So, cause, so now they show the black guy trying to do the same thing. It didn't turn out the same way, though, because... When the police officer saw him, he jumped out of his car, drew his weapon, and ordered the man onto the ground at the threat of, mm-hmm. of death. You know, drop your weapon mm-hmm. around. Shoot. You know, now, finally, the police talked to the white guy who had the weapon. They attacked the black guy who had the weapon. So that's one of the problems that we have. You know, as, as African Americans, we're viewed as being dangerous before it's been proven that there's danger. You know, not to say okay. But that brings me back to Texas when they had that big shootout in the restaurant and the two gang sides killed nine people. It was more than two gangs, but it was, yes, the, 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 big, the, the big shootout. Yeah, the Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because well, I don't know there's more than like, two gangs. Oh, no, there was like ten gangs up in there, which is the funny thing. The police were standing right outside when they were like I know. I know. Hello? So, but the problem is... Not only that, Malcolm, not only that, these are violent men. These are violent men, and most of them have had a criminal past, right? And what does the police do? They just line them up on the sidewalk, you know, just take their time documenting everyone, slowly put them all in the van. Why didn't any of them get shot by the police? Why? I, you know, I, I'm not, I can't tell you why. Oh, I know why. I know why. Why? 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 <laughs> because they're not black. That's why. Yeah, but they had enough Hispanics in the crowd to, to make it, you know. The police are... They had what? Are, are Wait, what? Hispanics. What? They had enough Hispanic. They had what? Hispanic. Malcolm, that 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 doesn't matter. Most of them were not black. Period. Yeah, no, none of them were black. They knew the police knew it was going to go down. They knew it. They were there. They knew it. Didn't try to prevent it in a healthy kind of way to stop these idiots from, you know, having a bloodbath. Well, and they have this bloodbath, and 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 none of the gang members get shot by the police. 
The gang members kill each other, but none of the gang members get shot by police. None of them. They well, all walk I, into the van. I, I can't say that none of them got shot by the police because obviously they, there were a lot of police around, and there were nine people that ended up dead. Now, did they all end they, up dead? Did, dead at the hands of another gang member? You know, that I can't swear to. No, Malcolm, that's implied, though. That's implied what? because it has to be implied because the minute the police are um, um, compromised, they make that known. When the police are compromised, they would say, and, you know, several several police had to shoot, da 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 they, they make that known. So it was implied that the nine people that died were were died by the hands of each other. That's implied. Well, I find it, well, I hate to say it, Tracy, and I, and I didn't get that, you know, what, what you're saying was implied, but I find it hard to believe that any gathering that's surrounded by the police and gunfire erupts, that you're not you're going to have that many police officers with that much restraint. I can't see that one of them or two, as a couple of them didn't pull out their guns. Now, the police were fully armed. They had automatic weapons there as well. That nobody, not one police officer pulled the trigger. Because is, 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 that is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm, I'm thinking, that would be the, the, the ultimate level of restraint if they were, if not one officer pulled a weapon and fired his weapon that day. I'm not saying that they did. I'm not saying because I don't know the facts there. I just know that the place was surrounded by the police. A lot of shooting broke out, and generally, I'm thinking they had to shoot their gun at somebody somehow, some way, or I don't know. All right, that's a good point. It, it doesn't make sense that they would because that's just what, that's their nature. Their nature is to pull out their gun and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> and if you told me that they did, I'd be like, well, that's a surprise. Well, that's true. All right. But I don't know because I don't. All I know is that they arrested like 200 gang members that day, and they. You're right. They had them all lined up and. They went through them, and they, they confiscated so many weapons you know, of different types, knives, uh, 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 brass knuckles, guns, you name it. These guys had it on them. And the sad part is this was a family restaurant, and there were actually families at the restaurant who probably didn't know that this was going down that day. That's you know? right. And, and we're, you know, you, imagine you're trying to eat your dinner and then all these biker gang dudes rolling. You're like, what the hell? See, I'm going to try to get them to leave at that point because it's time for me to go. I'm not trying to kick in here with these guys because, you know, I watched something Anarchy. I like that movie, I mean, that, that TV show. <laughs> it's about biker gangs. And, you know, what? they're not really the nicest people all the time. Just saying. So yeah. if I were to come into contact with a that larger group, oh no, it's time to leave. You know, it's like you would just you 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 would you would have just left the restaurant. You're saying? You know, I would say check, please. Can I get the check? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna not pay, but I'm not gonna pay. Right. And then when you walk outside, you see the police. The police are surrounding the place. Oh no, that's really not the place for a young black guy to be at. That's the wrong place for black people to be at. Are you kidding? Uh, <laughs> well, they interviewed one of the gang members that was not arrested, and he said it's not over. I'm sure it's not. Usually when these guys have go to war, 
they don't stop just because they had a, a battle in the war. The war goes on. Like I said, mm. I watched Sons of Anarchy. I thought it was a great show. But when they had their little war, that was just the, the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> Unless they kill everybody, which obviously they did, then there's going to be another battle coming up. It just depends on when. Thing is, you mm. might not hear about it on news because they like to do things to each other, and unless it involves, you know, like this was at a public place, so everybody got to see. But they could, they do things kind of in, you know, where you don't get to see, and people just end up dead. So mm. I'm good with biker games. I mean, I know they exist. I'm not. It's like a, a regular gang, you know, regular gang. If I see too many gang types coming together. That's a sign for me. I got a vacation premise. It's time to go, you know, because I'm not going to wait mm-hmm. around and find out if you guys are going to act correctly because you guys have a reputation of not acting correctly. So, you know, it's better mm-hmm. if I just see and you know, and then I whatever happens, I I hear about it on the news. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be there to see it. You know, it's funny because the news program, the news out here, eyewitnesses, they already say, you know. Bring out your cell phone. Be an eyewitness. You know, be one of our eyewitnesses. Mm-hmm. And, and depending on what your eyewitness, then that could get you killed. So. Oh, talking about that, did you see what happened yesterday? I think it was in the streets of, oh, it was in um, Ventura Boulevard, where this guy, um, I think he was Armenian descent, had a slow chase on Ventura Boulevard, and he was, like, waving and, blah, 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 but he wouldn't stop, and I think it went on for a couple of hours, and then this kid, I think he was a kid, but this man jumps in front of this slow chase, it's hilarious, stops the car, the guy surrenders, and then everybody's calling him a hero. Did you see that? No, but I wouldn't call him a hero. I'd call him a fool. You know what? You don't want it definitely. I mean, unless it's my family member. That's the only reason, I'm the only way I'm going to step out and try to stop something like that. Because if I don't know that person, good chance that they're going to either run me over or shoot me. And then when the, and the, the bad part about it is because after they shoot me, the police might come up and shoot me too. So it's, Well, it's, and that's exactly what happened because, no, you should have seen it. I'm going to send you the video because he literally, it's kind of funny the way he did it. He stood in front of the um, the car, like all big and bad, like, you know, had his legs spread and put his hand on the on the guy's hood, right? And then, like on cue, the man behind the wheel puts his arms up as if to surrender. And the, oh, there's all these cop cars behind them. And then the guy gets out of the car, and the 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 guy gets out of the car, and the other guy that stopped the car goes to the guy that gets out of the car, grabs him like a police officer would do, and then sends him onto a police car. Meanwhile, you could see are you people sure, going... Are you, sure this wasn't, are you sure this wasn't a police officer? You know what I hate? I hate that you never believe what? the stories that come out of my mouth. Never no, believe it's not me. that. I mean, but, but what you're describing here is a police officer's action. So, so like me as an average citizen, you know, if I see the if I see the slow chase, the whole world not- saw this. The whole world saw this. You didn't, and just because did you didn't, you don't believe me. You I, know what I want? You know wrong. what I want? One you're day. Wrong. 
picking no, wrong. No, you, no, no, no. You, you know what I want? No. You're picking wrong. <laughs> <Can> I... <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. You're wrong. You're taking the left here, okay. Tracy. The left turn is over there. You turn back and turn right. I didn't take it wrong. I didn't take Wait. it wrong. I, and I didn't say I didn't believe you. What I'm saying is that, you know, the guy who you described a man's action, and that man's action uh-huh. sounded like the actions of a police officer. He grabbed a man, pushed him down on the yes. police car like a yes. police officer would, right? Yes. Who does yes. that? I'm trying to tell you, this is true story. Everybody saw it but you yesterday. I'm trying to find it on one of my friends' um, Facebook. Oh, wait, actually, I think I I shared it yesterday. Let me see if I can find it on my page, and I'm going to send it to you. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) You never believe me. Every story I tell you, you don't believe me. No, uh, you, Every story I tell you, you always have to be see, like, I'm going to check it on the internet, Tracy. First, I must, I t- you know, dissect what you say. Did I, when you told me that story, did I actually, did I, I, I move a body part? I didn't move at all. <laughs> I just said, based on what you told me, it sounds odd to me that this guy would act like a police officer and not be a police officer. It was hilarious. Oh, man. How do I send it to you? Hold on a second. 582,000 views, and you didn't see it. Well, you know, I actually look at real news, uh, and we have a problem with high-speed chases in Southern California, actually in the whole country, but particularly here in Southern California. And it's a problem because they're the dumbest thing in the world. Okay, hold on a second. I think I copied the link. Hold on, I'm gonna send it to you. You could—it's a link, so you can't um, open it. But that's okay. You can open it when it's over. You are going to crack up when you see this. You're going to crack up. I hope. Probably not, but. (laughs) No, you will. You will. You're gonna crack up at the mannerism of the guy. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm probably gonna think he's a stupid idiot, but um, you will. I promise you. Okay, so I sent it to you. I sent I sent it to you. It 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 becomes a link to my Facebook page, but that's okay. I sent it to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Facebook. You know, one of the more detrimental things to our society. But but just wow. The sad world. Malcolm, bedtime. It's bedtime. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I don't have my watch, but I didn't think it was that late. <laughs> it's one thirty. Oh, okay. Tracy, well, it's been great. Um, Have a good time at your niece's event. Don't forget to send me pictures. I'd like to see how beautiful she looks. Okay. (laughs) I'll do that. Okay. I'll talk to you later. All right, Tracy. Bye. Bye. I can never figure it out. Debbie!
Tracy, how are you? Hi. I'm did good. Did you get my text? Did you get my I text? Did. I Yes. I did you see the earrings as- that I'm going to buy? Huh? I fell asleep as soon as I got home, so I missed all of that. And so I'm sorry. I saw it this morning. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, don't even. You know, I kind of felt that way. You know, it was kind of late. You know, I always look at you and Lavender, and I, the time frame, I'm like, oh, Lavender, three hours, you're two hours. So I just, I assume that, but I just put that, if you notice the way I put the text, I was like, I'm still going to be up because I kind of felt like maybe you had taken a nap or something. No, I saw that. You- no, 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 I saw that this morning, and I was like, oh, man, because I got it at 11.30, and I was, as soon as I came home from, um, a school event, I crashed. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. So, because these are the last two weeks of school, it's been like a mess. Now, Super why isn't it so. fun? Why isn't it fun the last two weeks? I don't understand that. Oh, it is fun. It, it is fun, fun, but it's like if you have to prepare your – like there's so many things that I want to do to prepare my students yes. for the exam, and um, it's all about preparation. And some of them, it's very, some of them, it's very draining because some of them have already gone into summer mode. You have to pull yeah. them back and say, yes. "Look, <laughs> yes. you don't do this, you are not going yes. to finish my semester, and you are going to be sitting in summer school." Some of you really need to take this seriously, mm. and they, some of them, just don't. They don't get it. Nope. Wow. I already hear that. It's like they're regressing. They're regressing from ninth grade back to eighth grade instead of going forward. Just in the last two weeks. Just in the last two weeks. Oh. As a matter of fact, there was a student Mm -hmm. at the school that sits behind us, at the middle school who sits behind us, who the school was on lockdown yesterday, not our school, but the school that the middle school that sits behind us was on lockdown yesterday because one of the students punched a female administrator in the face and ran. Hmm. And so it was this whole big ordeal. And he was 16, and then the seventh grade, eighth grade. <laughs> what? And, yeah, he was 16, and then the seventh grader, seventh or eighth grade. Oh, that is so embarrassing as a parent. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So horrible. I said, thank goodness he got expelled because he'll be sitting in my class next year in the ninth grade if he made it. But he's expelled, so what does that mean? That means he can't come back. What does that mean? Period. Like he can't go back to. He can never go back to public school? To that school. Oh. So he'll have to find another middle school. Wow. And they might just ban him from the district, which is a whole different animal, and he'll be going to an alternative school of some sort or a virtual school. Mm. So, so, yeah. These last two well, weeks. Well, I would training. not want to be that child's parents. I'm just not a, a fan of wayward kids. I just don't like it. Well, yeah, that's kind of all you deal with now in really? school. You have to be, I'm telling you, it's like 
our teacher and guidance counselor and yes. nurse yes. and, you know, child yes. psychologist and all yes. of Yes, yes, I understand that. I just can't get up there and say, this is how you write an argumentative essay, I have to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, it's a whole... You have deal. to say, is everything okay today? You okay? Exactly. Yes, I get it. I get it. Wow. But I love them, so, and I love my job. I, I love know them, you I love do. Job, so it, I it know wouldn't you even do. be... We I could see someone who's like you. Thank you. I could I could see if if I could see if you are if you don't get into it for the right reasons, I could see people leaving in the in the year, two years, three years. I can see that. Or getting burnt out maybe? And just walking out. You know, our district needs our district needs four hundred teachers. Wait, N E E D? Four hundred. Teachers. Our district, our school district needs 400 teachers. They are in need, N-E-E-D, of 400 more teachers. Yes. Oh, wow. That makes, that makes me sad. It's, wow. it's, there's a lot of things that are happening. But, yeah, they need 400, 400 teachers. Mm-hmm. Especially in some of the rougher at some of the rougher schools in the mm-hmm. county, they're really mm-hmm. struggling for teachers. Mm. And like anybody with a degree and like halfway decent does not want to come here unless forced. Puts is a lot. But again, I'm not complaining. I mean, you know, I don't want this to turn into like a no, complaint I, test about, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, no, I love my kids. No, no, no. You know, yes. But, you know, I'm good for all of that regardless. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to complain because you're getting it out of your system that has nothing to do with you not being a great teacher or you not loving your kids. It's okay to of identify that there is some issues. Of course. Wow. But it's just, it's just. I like to maintain my optimism because there are yeah. a lot of teachers that just don't have it, and that's all they do all day. It's complain? It's, it's complain. It's bitch. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to the same classroom, you know, with the same kids that you just dogged out five minutes ago, and you have to look at these kids in the face. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, I, I don't understand it. Interesting. That's a good point, yes. Like mm-hmm. you have the power to shape your day, whether you have a good day or a bad day, and most of these people are content mm. with shaping it to be a negative day. Mm. And it's just, it's draining. I'll just say that. It's yeah. draining. Yeah. And because you're young, by the way, then it just mm-hmm. feels to me like, hold on a second, I'm make a mistake here. Mm-hmm. Because you're young, by the way, fresh, young, in the school system, <clears throat> you have a different outlook on, you know, on what a teacher looks like to you. Yes. You, you think yeah. so? Yeah. 
Yes. Well, it's just like when you when we had that last conversation, and you mm-hmm. said something about a uh, colleague looking at you like you're 14 years old, because they mm-hmm. there used to be the old way of doing things, and the mm-hmm. phrase, and the magic phrase is, "This is the way we've always done this. We've always oh. done it this way." They love oh, saying that. that. They're oh, not open. God. They're not open for change. I know what that no. means. That means. Back down, it's a working format, whether it's good or not, or whether it does work, but it works in their mind, they're not open for change. Mm-hmm. That's who you're dealing with, and that makes, that makes me really sad then. Yeah, and it's like they don't want the new, the new blood to come in and shake things mm. up. Oh. But I'm sure it's like that. At numerous across the country, because I'm sure, you know, that we can't be the only ones having these problems and teacher shortages and these sorts of things, you know? Yes, I would totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that Los Angeles doesn't have a teacher shortage. In fact, I've known people to get hired in Los Angeles fairly easy as a teacher. Really? Yeah, I don't think there's this whole big rigmarole on getting through the process of becoming a teacher. I think it's been fairly easy for the people that I know. Hmm. Okay. Well, so, maybe that's why one of my mentor teachers was asking me. He was like, "Are you?" He was, he asked me, "Are you happy here?" And I said, "Yes." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, well, we were thinking that you would leave." And I was like, "Where would I go?" And they were like, well, we were concerned that you might take your degree and experience back to L.A. Oh, they said that? I didn't yeah. even know. I know you told me something similar, but I don't think you added back to L.A. Well, listen, I'm the type of person, invest and investigate. You already have a job. Investigate. I know from what I was told, they tend to hire the teachers because I know two people um, that one is in the public school system and then the other one left the public school system. Um, she went to, you know, a bad neighborhood. So I don't know if the bad neighborhoods need more teachers or what, but. They do. And you get your, I think if you, um, there are some places with like student loan forgiveness where if you go what? teach in, like, in this rural area, if you go teach in a, in a bad area, um, yeah. they'll, for, they'll forgive your stu- some of your student loans. So a lot really? of people might be looking at that, too. Yeah. I mean, I would say go to LAUSD.org, and I would say, this is what I would say. I would say always keep your options open. I would say apply online, and then... Mm-hmm. If something comes up, then you have a choice. That's true. I don't, but that's the thing. I don't think I want to leave because I feel like really the cost of living here is really great, and I don't get paid a whole lot. But I'm middle of the road. I can just imagine what it's like in Los Angeles. The same money, the same money, right? And the cost of living is like. You know, I already I left LA to get out of the struggle. You know, I didn't. I don't want to go mm. back to it. 
mm-hmm. with a career, a noble career, I can I don't want to go back to that, you know. Yeah, Unless I there's some incentive to go back to it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. Without sounding Actually, like just go with your spirit, but I really do yeah. understand, I promise you. Okay. Okay. But only because yeah, I know I, you from a different place, so I, I understand yeah. what you're saying, really. Right. Of course. I get it. Yeah, I feel like the wage mm-hmm. gap in, in, in California is so large that you can only be, you could be, you either have to be really rich or re, or or you're on the other side of that. There is no, like, middle mm-hmm. of the road or just making it in California. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I guess there are some exceptions. But the mm-hmm. rule is, if you aren't doing really, really well, California is not really a place for you. Mm-hmm. Well, some spots. L.A. is definitely not the place for you. Mm-hmm. Because you can go you can go to a place like... New Orleans, you can go to a place like Atlanta, you can go to a place like Tampa and live mm-hmm. really well mm-hmm. for Absolutely. what they consider poverty in Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. You know. I understand. Right. And you're and you're uh and you have a career. So yes, I get it. Right. I get it. So I don't know. I'm at one of the better schools. One of the schools that people actually want to teach at. So I don't mm-hmm. think that this is some place where I would want to move from. Mm-hmm. Period. You right. Know? Right. Um, but that's just me. I mean, I don't know. I think um, that's a good position to take. I think own it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Own it. Okay. Even if it's draining, like I said, it's one more week. One more week of this. Mm-hmm. And it's over. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and then on to teacher development and classes and um, workshops and those sorts of things. Well, that makes for a fun summer, though. Yeah, an enriching summer. I mean, I'm interested in in getting better, you know, and okay. learning some things and taking them back to my classroom and using them. That's right. So. Yeah, and it's all okay, paid so for, have, so that's a good thing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. What is it? I have, I have two questions. I have a celebrity question. I have a personal question. Um, Go for but it. But I don't know which one to ask first. Um, I'll ask my celebrity question. Um, okay. What is up with Rick Fox and Khloe Kardashian? What is this okay. situation? Okay. Do I know Rick Fox? Okay, he's the one that used to be married to Vanessa Williams. Tall, I see black dude. Oh, oh, what? Yeah. So apparently she was seen leaving, like, leaving a date with him at like 1.30 in the morning. And like they walked out separately, but he was like, oh, well, we're just friends. Okay. Uh-huh. What's up with that? Uh-huh. He's way too old. Well, but Chloe has daddy issues, though. That's you actually know? really true. She does. That's actually really what? true. What? But she, she has daddy issues. I think it's yeah, she does. You know, but I, don't, I never 
pleasure with this old old man. I mean, granted, he's a nice-looking older man, but he's still an old man. And as far as I know, he's not making a whole lot of money. Like, I don't know, maybe he's making appearances or, like, is he still acting? I don't know. I don't think he's acting. Is he doing anything? Is he an actor or a sportsman? Well, he's both. Is he doing something in sports, maybe? Yeah, I don't know if he's, like, maybe doing commentary or maybe he's, I don't know. I, I know I've seen him him in a few movies um, as, like, the romantic lead. I know he was in the last movie that I saw him in was in that movie with Angela Bassett, some Tyler Perry film. And that was it. But I don't know what else he does. Bessie? Okay. Yes. I don't know what happened. It's, this has been happening all freaking day, all day. It happened like three times when I was on Malcolm's hour. So um, I heard it. Stuff. I was like, okay. I thought maybe it was him, his device. I no, I thought so too, but I have since learned that it's always me. <laughs> oh, I see. And you just proved it. You you just proved that once again <laughs> it's me. So let me look at Rick. What's his name? Rick Ross? What's his name? Rick Rick Ross. Rick Fox. <laughs> Where did he get Rick Ross from? David Chappelle? I don't know. Because I think he's <laughs> Rick Ross's. That would be that wouldn't be too much too far of a stretch either, really. Because he's, <laughs> he's a rapper and there you go. Terrible looking. Um. Okay. So Chloe is looking at it from a immature standpoint. Like I don't. I just think she doesn't care. By the way, mm. I don't think she cares. You know, but. I want to warn you that he is actually really liking her. Yeah. No, he really, really likes her. He likes her a lot. There is something about Chloe that's very, very engaging. Like, she is a pretty decent girlfriend. From what I'm looking at at the card, she's pretty Mm -hmm. decent. She's very giving. She's very loving. At the same time, you know, she she brings the exact amount of spice to the relationship. Um, she goes overboard. Okay. Um, when she shows up, the sun just shines. She's vibrant. You know, I never really, like, looked into Chloe this way. You know, I, I mm-hmm. looked into her situation with Lamar, and it was mm-hmm. always gloomy. But she is just, when she shows up, it's like she shows up hit first. Like, I'm here, that type of thing is what I'm getting. Oh, I see. Um, she has had back-to-back relationships with uh, inappropriate men. Like the the, the men aren't qualified mm, for, okay. for for what she and she's not saying this though. This is the feeling that I'm getting. The feeling got it that mm-hmm. she has dated these guys that just aren't stepping up to the paper and treating her like a woman. I hate the word mm. queen because I don't think any of us are queens. I think it's a stupid word. But 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 I do. I think, you know, you're my king. No, you're not. You're my right. man that is doing his job, and I love that. But, you know, I don't need to be anybody's queen. That's just me. But 
that's not to say treat, don't treat me well. I know what it's right. like to treat me well. So I don't need the title because that's what I encompass. And I think that's the problem I'm having with the word queen because it's a demand. Treat me like a queen. It's like, oh, my God. You treat Got you, it. you get treated like a queen when you act right. It's up to you. So that what the guys always see is I can't mess with that. Her ideals are higher. Right. And if your, right. And if your ideals are higher, the lemons, they won't step to you. They can't. They already know they're not qualified, right? Okay, got it. I yeah. think, thank you, thank you. I think Chloe has not allowed herself in the past to say, and that's why she's been bringing in these particular guys. I think she has decided I am better than this. Okay, And so what she's receiving now is a man, and that's why this is going to feel good for her, and he, I think he's going to adore her. Now, could this develop into something bigger? Yes. My concern is, is it calculated a little? You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Right. I, I'm afraid to say yes or no, because I think Chloe should have this type of relationship. Um, but it it could be somewhat calculated. Somewhat. And... Okay. It feels like it could be somewhat calculated, and then he realizes he's a gem. He's a great, great gal, and he actually might decide that this is a direction that would be great for him, actually. He actually could feel mm. that, and it could very, very be genuine. Um, but, you know, you know, if she dates him long enough, could he wind up on a show and get some money out of it? I have to say yes. You know, so I'm not really sure. Oh, God. What, <laughs> I don't know. Like, but I think all of the girls wind up in that position, even with Tigger and Kylie or Jenna, the twins. I think they all wind up in a position that every guy that comes to them may have a hidden agenda, and they just have to work around it. Mm-hmm. But that's how you put yourself out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. This is how you put yourself. This is how you present yourself to the world so you can't really be surprised with what you attract. Yeah. yeah. Or people come I, looking for, Yeah. you I know, mean, exactly what you're putting it, out. Then you have these beautiful girls with these banging bodies um, who's not dating anybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's an oxymoron mm-hmm. if they don't just date somebody. All the world is looking at these girls as examples of what? I don't know, but all the world is looking at them. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. I just, I don't. Maybe I I don't understand. I think she came for her. I don't think she went up to him. I think she came for her. I think they saw each other at some celebration where wine was being served. I don't think it was a massive party. I think it was a very, you know, polite event. And something was triggered at that at that party. I think that she still misses Lamar, though. Really? You know? Yes. Yes. Still misses him. Still. But with this is mature he? man. Hmm? Like, we never see Lamar out anywhere. Well, he's probably, you know, probably he in hiding somewhere. With his protection? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> 
mostly on drugs somewhere. I, when he oh. shows up, I I know, but he did. Did anybody ever decide whether or not this guy has cleaned up his act? Did that ever happen? I don't know. I think people just stopped, started or stopped talking about it. Hmm. Good point. It was like all of a sudden. It was like it was like round the clock Lamar Watts on TMZ and what's he buying in his bag? Is that yes. are those things to smoke crack with and all this stuff? And then after that, it was like no mention of Lamar Odom, none. That is so true. I like the part when you're like round the clock. It, that's what it was. It was like surveillance. It was like and today Lamar Odom was leaving his house and he's clearly a crackhead clothes and look his lips are white, so he must be you know, it was that sort of thing. <laughs> well Lamar let the media take his marriage down. He's an idiot. You know, but when you're on drugs, like you're an idiot. <laughs> That's true. But he's not he's not even working anywhere, right? We haven't no, heard of No, he's not. About I don't, not that I know of. Look, even Michael so, Sam got a job in Canada. Why can't this oh, man go my, to Canada somewhere? I'm so pissed. Why didn't uh, Malcolm bring that up? I, re- I read that somewhere. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah I saw oh, it well, this let me morning. We had... Today, my conversation with Malcolm was literally Murphy retrograde. I oh, was yeah. not in a headspace to have a I know. I heard it in your voice. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is this? <laughs> no, it was in your Hold voice. On, let me like, just... drained. Okay. Yeah. Like, and I said that to him. I said, this is truly a conversation about nothing. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I have things to talk about. Yeah, well, not happening. <laughs> Maybe it was my fault. I don't know. But um, I just texted him, like, why didn't you mention Michael Sam going to Canada? I think that's a big deal. You know what's interesting, it though? Michael, it is. It's a huge deal because uh, he's working finally. But, but mm-hmm. I, you know, did I predict that he would not wind up on the NFL, though? I got to go over my uh, my uh, video Sam about video. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if I predicted he would not wind up on the NFL. But it's so sad because his Twitter literally says mm-hmm. Michael Sam NFL. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Really? Really? You thought you were going to wind up on the NFL? Really? Yeah, that didn't happen, Michael. You're in Canada. Well, now all he has to do is change it to a C. There you go. That's true. (laughs) CFL. I just thought that was really funny, though. Like, that's why you don't bake your cake and eat it, too, or whatever the saying is. (laughs) Right. Okay, my second question is, and I yes, want because I know you're like pressed for time. I'm so sorry. Um, Don't worry. So I've been having, you know, I've been having these very, very, very strange dreams as of late. Yeah. 
And I was just wondering what that's about. Is it is it type P? My type P. Ah, good point. Point. Oh, thank you for that. Is it? Are the dreams that you're having? Is it because it's your type P personality rising up and trying to give you some messages? Now, I I love dreams and I love dream analysis. Give me one of the dreams while I check the cards to see if it's your intuitive side, your type P okay. side, trying to have a conversation with you. Okay, well, the big one it was... It's just a type P. The big one was the one that I had about this guy talking to me. And, like, trying to yeah. have... We were trying to have this conversation after a falling out that we've had. And... Yeah. And I just kept, I didn't want to listen to what he had to say. And I kept telling him, say this to me. Because he was saying all of the right things to me. But he mm. was saying them while super duper drunk. Mm. And I kept asking him, I kept saying, say this to me when you're sober. Say this to me when you're sober. How come you can't say this to me when you're sober? And he just kept grabbing mm. my shoulders and, like, trying to, like, shake me and say, no, listen to me. Listen to what I'm saying. And I'm like, no, mm. no, no. And then I just, I kind of, I woke up, and that was it. Mm. But it was very, very, very vivid. Yes. Well, let me start out with, is it type P? The answer is yes. All right? Yes. I think And there are two cards, yes, there are two cards that represent that, which is karma, karma, which is judgment, which means the phoenix rises from the ashes, that you're already risen up and identifying with your intuitive side, right? Mm-hmm. But I also get the I also get the magician, which means don't be afraid to work it. Don't be afraid of your dreams. Don't be afraid okay. to analyze your feelings are involved. So whenever somebody's feelings are involved, we have some trepidation on analyzing anything, even our own cause. They're telling me, yes, they're telling me you're more gifted than you realize. So they're saying work it, work it, dissect it, pick it apart. Because it's really not about your feelings in terms of your type P. It's more about tapping into your type P personality and believing in it. That's the eight of pentacles. Oh, I see. So. The answer is yes, and then I also get the page of wands, which is a message card, and it's good messages. So also don't deny the fact that you are being communicated with in your dreams because it may be the easiest place to do it. And that could be for, that could be coming from the guy toward you. Okay. The easiest place to communicate. All right? Mm-hmm. So it is a start of truly recognizing that you have the ability, that your dreams are a message vortex. Okay. But also that he also has a type essence about him too. So it's kind of like you're a type P and he's a type P and when you all communicate 
real. It's more authentic than just the dream. It's kind of like he was truly, truly communicating with you. He Mm. wants to say, I'm sorry, and he can only say it in a position that can allow him to be authentic and free in his spirit. And unfortunately, that's in the dark of night and the night of day. Mm. Because in his waking state, he freezes up. He's inside his head in his waking state. But at night, and I would probably think he's restless at night on top of it, at night, he can't stop himself. It's, it's, it's beyond him at night. Wow. This is like heavy stuff. I never, th- I'd like, wow. Because I thought maybe it might have just been me, like maybe. Because I haven't thought about him in a really, really long time. You know, I've made it a point to not do that because I have to focus on this one task, which next week I take the test, and all I've been doing is focusing on that and work. Nothing else. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like this happens. And it's also, you know, if I look at the cause beyond the question that you asked, which is, is it Mm -hmm. type P, and if I just look at the situation, the page of wands in the situation means, look at me, look at me like, hey, hey, you know, I can't communicate with you during the day, and hey, you know, I think there is some regret that there's no communication during the day. I think that it gave him pleasure, even though it didn't come out that way. Ultimately, it came out negatively. I think it gave him pleasure to have you bypass him, you know, sometime during the day, right? Even though there was a pretense of something else, right? Mm-hmm. So he's trying to also reincorporate that feeling, you know, like, like so in but a weird a kind of way, he, he does He wanted it to be. be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Say that, and this is right. This is the but way I have to that say that's it's not true, right? I hear yeah, you. Yeah, we know. I, I, he's one of those guys that speaks one way, and prays to God that it doesn't happen. <laughs> what does that mean? Because <laughs> guys do that. They speak one way, and then it's like, "Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me." But this is what I'm saying out of my mouth, and it's like. Wait, I, I'm only going to do what's coming out of your mouth. I'm going to do that. I right. Can't, you know, psychic or no psychic, I'm not going to read between the lines. If you say something, I hear you. But he's one of those guys that's like, I'm saying something, don't listen to me. Continue to do what you have done in the past, even though I said something else. Don't listen to me. So when you finally listen to him, based upon some circumstances, you know, you truly got the message and he didn't want that to happen. He didn't want you to stop. You know what I mean? So when things dissolved, it was like, oh, my God, what happened? You know, where is she? Da, 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 da. And so 
there is some regret. He's getting his, you know, there are some regrets now. And so he can't show up and say, hey, how you doing? Because there's so much that he can't even do that, unfortunately, because he's a little, he's a child. Instead of a man, a man would be able to kind of, a man would just kind of go, you know what, let's do this over. That's what a man would say. But he has child and actions and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. the best way to communicate with you is through his dreams with you. Sad. Hmm. (laughs) It's sad because he created this. And I have to also tell you, he's like doubled over with misery right now. But the thing that's interesting in, in this spread, if I look at the spread between you two and not just the dream, if I look at it from a different perspective, he's still stuck. As miserable as he is, he's stuck. As much as he wants to communicate with you, he is stuck. But what, well, I was going to ask what makes him stuck. What is he, I'm, you know what, not something that at this point I can't worry about him being stuck. I have to worry about right. him. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Because, right, because him being stuck is a whole host of misery that he's carrying on his back. Right. It, it's just It's just him. So it's not the appropriate question to ask what makes exactly. Him he just exactly. is, and it's going to take a moment before that message. You know, it, it, you just have to kind of leave him to his his own devices. Exactly. Until <laughs> That's he gets what I've been it. Doing. It's just yeah. easier. That it's sad. Easier right. for me. It's easier around school. It's just easier this way and it feels so good to just be like I don't have to think about what he thinks and feels I don't have to think about that you know and I don't have to think about how our interactions together might look to other people and how I'm going to be discussed when you know the truth and I know the truth I know but the people around us are like you know perpetuating this negative yes feeling. Yes. You know, and, and he doesn't he, have it and I don't have it. So But he also allowed it. Yes. So but it also made him feel good. Do you know what I mean? It's a catch twenty two and at the same time he had regret because it was a train that he couldn't all of a sudden he can't stop this train. Wow. Now with all that so being said when I pull more cards, Desi, there is a mm-hmm. tide that's coming along. Okay. And he seems mature, um, very qualified in terms of, you know, what he does for a living. He seems qualified. Um, but he's looking for that girl. So this, you're not going to wind up with a flake all of a sudden. And I'm not saying that, you know, the other one is. I'm just saying... You're not going to wind up, he's not showing up wishy-washy. He's mature. Now, he also could be post-military, you know. Okay. But 
I think you're really, really going to like this guy that shows up. Okay. Because I met this guy. Who the... I met this guy. Yeah. He used to be in the Navy. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he used to be in the Navy. I don't know if it's this, if it's. Oh, yeah. God, I'm so excited. Yes. Well, I don't know because we've only had like one interaction. He invited me to come to this meeting. And I didn't go because I had something else to do. But he has these meetings all the time. And I met him through Tasha. This is the the guy that I was like, okay. And she's like, oh, well, I didn't know that you. She said, I just look at him as just Eric. That's all. I don't look at him as anything other than that. So I didn't introduce you because I don't look at him like that. And I said, no, that's probably because you're trying to push the other guy on right. me. But yeah, Now, do you know his sign at all? Do you know if he's a tentacles type of guy? Do you know his sign? Um, let's see. I think he's a cancer. Cancer? Oh, cancers. Cancers would be pretty good for you. When a cancer is ready, a cancer is ready. But you're not sure. Yeah, because I think he's either a Cancer or a Leo. Yeah, he's used to I'm okay his Facebook page now. He is. Does he do something with money? Does he do something? What's his job right now? Is he is he qualified money wise? Does he do something with numbers, finances, some, or, or also could be technology? Um, let's see. Study worked at U.S. Navy. Studied at university. Of West Florida. Um, I know the inter- the thing that he invited me to was the Pensacola Young oops, sorry Young Professional Meeting. So and it has mm-hmm. a lot to do with like city planning and like okay that sort of thing. Okay, all right. Um, it, it still could be him now. So he invited you to the meeting and mm-hmm. nothing else so far. Nothing else so far. Okay. It very well could be him. And if it is him, this is a guy that's looking for a girlfriend. This is a guy that's not going to make you guess because a lot of guys do that. You date them, you fuck them, you screw them, and then they never say that, you know, this is my girl to anyone, you know. This is a guy that is not going to give the half at he's going to he wants a girlfriend that's what he's looking for he's beyond all of that wishy-washy game playing he did that in the navy he's not doing that now so he's actually going to be a little afraid that he could sabotage the relationship um, I would also say be really, really careful how you mm-hmm. bring up Josh, how you bring up Josh, but I promise you, if it is the same guy, Tasha could sabotage this for you just a little bit. Seriously? Well, <sighs> this guy is not that type of guy that's going to be okay with you being in the same space of anything previous. He's not going to be happy with that. So, but the reason why I think he's not going to be happy with it is because it's going to be an impression from an outside source 
that's going to leave him uncomfortable. I see. So, I mean, once this develops better, I think you should be conscious of, like, what Tasha is in your life for because mm-hmm. she's not going to want you to get married before her, period. She also is not going to want you to have a good man before her. Wow. But she's my friend. So Why I just, wouldn't she want... Okay. I just think she's going to shoot off at the mouth. Like, she'll say something stupid like, well, you know... Her ex is there, and you know how that always goes. You know what I mean? Like, she's not saying it, but she is. She's that girl. Oh. July 11th. Cancer. Yeah. It's cancer. I know. I liked him. All we did, I mean, we exchanged Facebook we're Facebook friends. He invited me to this thing. I couldn't go at the moment, but Tasha was like, "Oh, they have them all. They have them all the time." So we'll go to the next one. So, and that's been the extent of our interaction. It was at the right and then you have Facebook. to go with Tasha. I just would have felt more like comfortable having okay. someone there. Okay. I hear you. Don't. Yeah. Okay. Because. You're truly showing up as a young professional. You're not showing up, like, at a bar where you need your girlfriend. Right. You're truly showing up just to see what this organization does and what, you know, how, like, is, I'm, I'm not sure what I want to do, but maybe I could participate, but I just came to see what it's all about. Do not go with Tasha. This is, this is okay. where your woman comes into play. The little girl going together. The woman just shows up. It's not a bar. Right. Well, mostly because he invited her, too. He invited her first, and then. I see. Huh. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, I know him. I've known him for years, and, you know, I just never looked at him in that way. And so, hmm. well, I mean, And I've been like, wait a minute, you've known this guy for years and you just <laughs> I never thought about it? <laughs> nah, I mean, no, I'm saying, like, you never thought about him for me and said you pushed this other guy for me and keep pushing this other guy for me? Mm. And you're just not feeling, you're just not feeling that other guy. No, and she keeps doing it. Mm. Just like she said, she so she told me Friday. She was like, "Don't you want to get Thursday?" She said, "Oh, don't you want to get married?" I was like, "Well, eventually, yes." So she was like, "But so, how do you expect to get married if you just don't?" And I said, "But that doesn't mean that I have to go for anything because it's put in my face." She's going and for she got anything. Up, she got upset. She's going for anything. By the way, I still see yeah. a guy that's coming for you. Still, and I I want you to be really really careful because one, you may have several options out there. You know, it's not like a bum rush of men, but there's kind of I feel like you're gonna say, well, you know, Tracy, there is this one, and and this one showed up. I also don't feel like it's 
sexual energies. I don't think you're, like, sleeping with every guy. Let me put that out there as well. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. no it's not, not that but, person. <laughs> right. But all of a sudden, there are several guys that, that is showing up, and that could just be your energy vortex. Like, all of a sudden, that dark face just leaves, and it's like, ooh, new girl in town where nobody saw you before. And so they could come out of the woodwork all of a sudden is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Um, I still get bright sunshine for you, but next to bright sunshine, I get sabotage. Usually the five of swords is self-sabotage, but it's next mm-hmm. to a world card, which means it's too public. So it, it's just one of those things that one too many people know that you have an interest that's public to me, and that will be your single biggest problem. Any, like, one too many people knowing of any potential suitors out there. Uh, There's always going to be somebody in the middle of your happiness. So I also get, if you don't mind me saying, they are kind of taking you as a fool, or silly, and so it's kind of like, oh, she won't notice, haha, <laughs> like that type of thing. It feels like mean girlish type of stuff that's coming out here. Mean girl school. No, I just think maybe between all the comrades that you hang out with. Got it. Yeah. No one person wants you to fall in love quicker than they can. Like, how do you come back in town and you find somebody, you know, great? Wow, that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would say separate girly energy from any male mm. suitors, like any male suitors. Like, I would just lie to my girlfriend. Like, Is anybody around? No. No, I'm shocked. And mm. let that be the truth as you're trying to date out there. No one needs to know your business is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just bad energy. The energy is just bad. Really? Well, wow. because it's like, it's like you're new in town, you know? And how long has Tasha been trying to get a man? For a long time. And she keeps picking the wrong ones. And they all seem like they're the same guy over and over Yes. Over. Yeah, so that's her attraction. She clearly has some daddy issues, but that's her attraction. And with all that being said, she's 30-something. She wants to be married. It's normal. Mm-hmm. Is anybody well, she's ever going to yeah. marry her? 35. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's kind of like, is anybody ever going to marry her? And it's not going to do well for her if you wind up with a decent guy and marry. It's not going to work. So if you bring her into that romantic space and it feels secure, once you bring her in, it will not be secure. I see. So it's okay to separate your love life from your friends. It's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. you bring them back to your family. Your family wants you to be happy. Your family wants you to have the best that life right. has to offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but it's like she, mm-hmm. but she's she's looking. I don't know. She's looking out because I don't understand why she would push this other guy so hard for me when this guy was right there. And I told you she's done that for me on a few occasions where she's yeah. been like, where, I mean, people just walking up, guys just walking up to her like, hey, hey, how you doing? And she's like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. But she didn't introduce me to any of them. Are you sure she never, ever slept with Sean? Never slept with Sean? Is that his name? Oh, yes. I thought you were talking about Josh. I'm like, oh. About that. No, no, um, I know that never happened. <laughs> Sean, um, I don't know because she keeps saying he could be that guy for you. You know, if you break up, you know, he could be the one to take you to the movies and make you feel better, and you know, and take you out to eat and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I can do those things for myself, though. I just and think not that if you were to get with Sean, I think she would say something like, "Oh, please, I slept with him," you know. A long time ago, not that serious. You know what I mean? I feel like she's got a, mm-hmm. a bag to drop on you, like a nice big bomb to drop on you. I always you know? felt that way when it came to Josh. Like, I feel like she, whenever Josh there's something, did? I had to tell, well, no, I had to tell her, please don't mm-hmm. tell me anything about what Josh is doing. I don't care right. about that. That's right. I don't care. That's but right. you, like, That's don't right. bring that kind of stuff. To me, unless I ask, if I'm asking you, then I'm asking for it. But don't come to me and be like, "So I heard Josh did blah 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 blah," because I don't want to be involved in that. Right. And I right. feel like she hurries up and spreads the news to see what my reaction is going to be like. Right. Well, I had to. So I had to tell her. Guess what? Don't bring that kind of energy. Don't really care what. Right. I'm so just we don't wondering talk why she's pushing that other guy so bad. Pushing Sean? I don't know. And then she made me feel bad. She's like, you're going to be single and lonely, and you don't oh, want to no. be that person. Oh, no. No, she's talking about herself. She's projecting her own fears onto you. Don't you dare worry about that. I looked at the cards, and the biggest problem you had was getting over a situation, and you're kind of... Mm-hmm coming out of the water in terms of emotional space and the fact that you're coming out of this, guys are just going to show up for you. So, so I'm I don't not going to have to worry. I don't see you having a problem, no. Your problem was that other dude. That's, that's what your problem was. He was not ready. And he's still, I don't think he'll be a problem for me going forward either. I just have that feeling. Like, I don't feel like, I feel like he'll That's be around, right. kind of always like looking and watching and whatever, but it won't be like it was. Yeah, it won't be. You're right. You know, and like I said, I don't even think I don't know if we'll have a if we'll have a friendship. because it's there's just there's just so much, and like I feel like I'm yeah I'll never get that. I feel like I'll never get the closure from him that I'm looking. for. But I'll never, never get the, yeah. Never expect the closure. Never expect the closure. A lot of people ruin their whole lives because they don't get the closure. Right. You know, it just makes them sit in limbo because 
it just kind of kind of just went away but maybe one day they'll kind of come back and and that just never really happened and so I get a lot of women you know that mess up relationships after that mm-hmm. because of the lack because, of exposure with someone very particular in their lives right mm-hmm. and I would say it's never about closure ever right. ever right. it's just that it just is what it is. It's hard to explain it because it's just no, I understand. you and I. Yeah. Of course. Well, I guess my question would be, would we be able to come to a peaceful middle ground, which isn't closure, but it's a middle ground. You know, it's, does that make sense? I, I think it's not it. closure. It's I think just, you're bigger than, I think you're bigger than him, though. I think you have. Of course. Of course. I feel that way, too. No, no, no. I say that because I I felt that way. I think I said that a week ago, word for word. Yeah. Like, this is kind of like... He doesn't have it in him, all that maturity to fuck up. It's okay to fuck up. Like, it's okay. Like, I did something wrong. I'm not even saying acknowledge that you did something wrong, but it's okay to fuck up and maintain relationship. I know one of the problems I always had with my ex-husband is mm-hmm. that we couldn't be friends afterwards. That didn't make right. sense to me. But that did not make sense to me. Not even about raising the child. I've known you since I was 16 years old. I married mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. things went awry. I got you. Things went awry. But why couldn't we be friends? What part of me you didn't know? You knew everything about me. You also know I'm I'm not the type of person to step into the relationship that you had now. I've proven that. Friends or no friends. Like, I know my character, but by the way, you knew my character. I'll tell you what right. I didn't know. I didn't know his character. I'll tell you that. Wow. I did not know him. And oh, I my gosh. Him. Like, when I woke up, what I decided when I woke up is that because I married him young, if I would have waited mm-hmm. five years, mm-hmm. I would not have married this man. Really? Really. If you had, had waited I five waited, years. Five years, I would have seen it. I would have seen the character as a man that showed up, as a man. I married, I met him when I was a kid. I got married when I was a kid. Five years later would have made a hell of a difference. And in that space, I would not have married him. Oh, my gosh. So with that being said, to answer your question, your hands are tied behind your back, okay? (laughs) That's the eight of swords. I get the two of wands, which means over time. I get a yes, but it does mean over time. I got to be honest mm-hmm. with you, Desi. It could take a couple of years for him to of have course. some real maturity, of course. Okay. Um, he does miss you, though. He does. Um, but he doesn't know how to get back to you. He doesn't know how to get back there, and that's the immaturity in him. Um. 
there is a, a separation that's going to occur between you two. It feels like a physical separation. One goes this direction, one goes another direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm going back to two years. I see him having some financial issue, which I think is going to be necessary for him to go through, and so that's going to actually be a part of his growth. Um, but Desi, it does look like you might be able to find that guy and truly, truly just embrace a different man and, you know, but when he's ready and he's mature enough, he misses the mark. He said when he's ready and he's mature enough, he misses the mark? Yes, he misses the mark. What does that mean? The mark meaning you, the mark meaning um, coming back, and hopefully you're there. He misses it because it does look like you will be embracing um, someone a whole else. Another lifestyle, <laughs> someone else, and a whole nother lifestyle. There's something about you that is just truly just a different person, and that could mean, you know. And this is within between now and a couple of years. You could be married, could be pregnant. Just, there's something so different about you that when he finally shows up again. You kind of look at him like a little puppy. You're like, oh, my God, thank you for that. Thank you for apologizing. That that really means a lot to you, and yet you're numb to whatever he's coming back for. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I've moved on with my life, and you should too. And it's, but, it's, but it's so obvious that when he shows up, it's more like a pity look. It's so obvious that you've moved on. That it's kind of like, you know, I am so grateful for those words. And you're not even you're not even going to say, I waited two years to hear those words. You're going to be like, that is, thank you. But you're not going to have any emotional <laughs> attachment to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Well, it's I mean, not me, but for him. Yeah, it's sad for him because just when he shows up to come and get you, it's like it's just six months too late, something like that. Wow. But you, on the other hand, mm-hmm. you have you don't see it yet, but the guy that's coming along is coming along because it becomes easy to forget him now. Like the qualities that this guy represents is the qualities that you're like falling into. Like it becomes easy when this guy shows up. It's like, like I feel like you're not so tense, your shoulders are relaxed, and it's like, wow, this is depressing. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Oh. Oh. I don't know. I wish he'd stop talking to me. I shouldn't even say that because I like the, I like to receive the messages in the dreams because then I wake up and I'm like, okay, now I, now it's clear, you know. And not just that, but mm-hmm. just on, in everything because if you wish for it to go away, it might just go away. And then, you know, I'm 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 okay. just really happy that you. I'm happy that you handled the dream though because in my world, we control mm-hmm. our dreams. We have the opportunity to redirect our dreams. Like this is what we're taught. So our really? dreams do not over. Yes, our dreams do not overpower us. 
Are there messages that come through dreams? Absolutely. And you're kind of sitting back and looking at it like a movie. But if you're being chased in your dream or if somebody shows up and, you know, has something to say to you and you have something to say back, like you control that. You're, you're able to redirect you in a dream. You can say, no, I'm not, this, I'm not taking this on right now. You could be like, I'm, I'm going to wake up out of this and I won't handle this. Like, and that's what we're taught, but, you know, psychically we work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a weird kind of way, talking about a type P personality, that's exactly what you did. You said, tell me when you're hungry. I'm not listening until you can do it in a certain way. And that's right. a lot of strength. I never looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. looked at it like that because it just came like it, like it was a, a natural conversation. He kept trying to tell me, but he was so drunk, and I was like, no, 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 no because no. I already know that, right. you know, because I don't want to go through that same, oh, well, I was messed up every time you talked to me, and none of it was real. Oh, you know, that's so bad. That's so sad. I'm sorry you had that experience because. No one should be that drunk and saying things and coming across as if he means it mm-hmm. and and placing it on you as if he means it and then to turn around and say, I was drunk? That's rude. Rude. But that's him. At this mm. point, I, right? You know, and so realistically, any, any, that's him. Yes. Right, and so anything that he <laughs> says at this point, or anything that if, that he were to say to me at this point, I wouldn't believe. Even in the dream, yes. I don't like, know because you're drunk. Yeah. Mm. And I don't want to have to go wow. back and have to relive this conversation, and then have to decide: was this drunk, Josh, or was this real? Well, you actually kept saying that, though. You, yeah, you actually kept mm-hmm. saying that. You know, it, it, it was funny, ultimately, but you kept saying, you know, it's drunk Josh, you know. And it's sad that he's so drunk. Like, he's, he prefers to be drunk than not drunk. He's that guy, awake or sleep. I feel like he goes to bed drunk seven days a week. I feel like he wakes up, and I feel like, Needs a drink, says he, when he wakes up. And it wouldn't surprise really? me, by the way. Yes, yes. And because I thought about this. I know he'll what he say, said. And he's a liar. Yeah, he's a liar. But we know that. <laughs> he'll say, I don't, drink, I don't drink during the week. I only drink on the weekend. You know, I'm the weekend warrior. Mm-mm. No. You know what? You know what triggered it for me? And I kept meaning to tell you, but I kept forgetting. When you mm-hmm. said he gets up at 4.30 in the morning. Yes. I feel like he gets up, he has a swig or something, and then he spends the rest of the time letting it leave his body. That's so, that so he sad. he doesn't get caught out. I'd like to tell you that, but I kept forgetting. He's that drunk guy that, is probably going to wind up with liver disease or, you know, when they have those swollen, no, uh, not noses, 
swollen um, faces, like they're 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 so like everything, their organs are swollen. Mhm. He's that guy. Oh dear. I mean, when I was younger, after I left my um, ex-husband, I met up with a guy that I didn't realize that he was um, a drunk. But once I realized it, um, I said something to him because he thought it was cute to wake up every morning, but he did it very romantically, to have the champagne and orange juice. Oh, the mimosa. Mm -hmm. Mimosa. But he thought it was cute to wake up that way. Him and I. That's not cute at all. Well, I never dated anybody that was a drinker because um, I had issues with alcohol, so I never dated anyone who was a drinker. And so I did think it was cute in the beginning. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, champagne. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, it did not feel, once I recognized that he was a 24-hour drinker, 24 hours. That didn't work for me. Uh, you know, it didn't work. 24 hours. And that's what Josh feels like, 24 hours, even though he says he controls it. Anybody that has the car accident that he has and lost a, a, a pinky from it, yeah, and never went to AA and never had the discipline to get over drinking, yeah, he is a 24-hour drinker. Oh, my gosh. Of course he's going to say, oh, well, I only drink on the weekend. Right. You know. That's what he's saying to you so that you don't see him as a drunk. But remember, he was also the one, you go out with him and he's got a, a, a thing in his, you know, knapsack or whatever. Right. And he's like, here, put this in your purse. And I'm like, okay. No. That's a 24-hour <laughs> drinker. That's a, that's Someone that, I don't know, in any case, not to rehash the whole thing, someone better <laughs> is going to come along. I know. I know. Someone I better think... is going to come along. Someone that, listen, the guy that's going to come along, don't think he hasn't been out there. Don't think he hasn't, you know, slept with the woman, led her to believe that he was going to, you know, be with her and then didn't. You know, he's had his share of, you know, guyism, guyism. Of course. Guyism. Right. <laughs> guyism. <laughs> I don't even know a good word for the crap that they pull out there. But he, he's ready. He's ready. And it's just the perfect timing. Like, you show up, he's ready, you need him. And it's just the perfect match. Oh. You might be, I don't know, this guy, this guy that I just met, he's, okay, he's interesting. He's an interesting guy and very, very sweet. And like, you know, and was asking me questions about, he's from San Diego, he was telling me, he's like, oh, I'm from San Diego, but I moved to Mass. Like all this stuff. And so we started talking about California and it became that whole thing about, you know, he's like, yeah, I went to LA, but like all I did do the touristy thing. And I said, well, yeah, the same thing. With um, right, so we got into right. that, and we just started talking about that. And but it's like the way that he left was super abrupt, though. He was like, uh-huh. okay, I'm what is... oh no, yeah, he was well, like, okay, I gotta cool. go. He's like, 
he's like, all right, I'll see you later. He's, he's well, we walked around. Like, Tasha left us because she was like, okay, I see what's going on here. She's like, I'm going to oh. go over here. And, and she was like, you oh. guys keep walking. So we started walking. We went around one more time because we tra- it's a long track. So we're walking and talking. And then mm-hmm. when we, he's like, okay, well, we should stop now. And I was like, okay, hmm. well, you know, you know, we should go back over and rejoin your friend. I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. I was like, this is weird. All right. Well, and then take he it for what it is. Left. Exactly. And okay. He's like, he's like, all right, well, I'll see you guys later. All right, guys, nice take to meet you. Take it for what it is. Exactly. If, if there's no envelope being pushed, then you don't embrace it, not even in a dreamlike state. Like, you fall for a guy that shows you that he wants you. Exactly. All right. I like, yeah, I like him, but that was it. And that's why one of the right. reasons why I was like, okay, I don't really want to. I don't know if I want to go to this meeting or not because. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Okay, that totally makes sense now. I would not, because then it looks like you're chasing him. I would not. Exactly. No, so like, no, I have no, something no, else no, to no, do no. anyway. So let me go do this. <laughs> that's that. right. No, I would not. I mean, if you guys exchange information, that's totally different. But if he did not exchange information, no, 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 no. Under no circumstances right. do you do that. No circumstances under none. Yeah. Now, the, like, guide the, gonna show up, the guide is going to show up. It's completely obvious. It will not be a guessing game. Now, I okay. personally got him as a, you know, Pentacles type of guy. That's the way I got him. Mm. So, again, you're going to have several options out there. So, don't worry about who it is. They're just going to show up for you, Debbie. Oh. That's right. It's just your time. So, they're going to show up. Okay. Okay. All right, so no, I better get up out of here. I'm surprised they didn't cut me off by now. I figured I'd I stay on until they cut me off, but it seems like they're okay. not cutting me off. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. All right, have, have a you. good Saturday. All right, you too. Okay, All I'll right. talk to you during bye. the week. Okay, okay, bye. Bye. To everyone else, thank you for being with me. I really, really appreciate appreciate it. Call me for your own personal readings at 818-985-2010. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.